Hey, I'm Sean. And I'm Clayton. And we're men who like men who like movies. We're two queer men who love movies and love talking about movies. And after a lot of urging, we started a podcast. What did you pick out for us to watch this week, Sean? Oh, I love this movie. I know it's bad, but I love it. It is bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a fun little slasher um, from the early aughts called Valentine. And I just felt since we are, this is going to be our first episode of the February season, season, month thing, um, the season of love, Ugh. I wanted to do Valentine, which is basically not about love at all. <laughs> yes very good pick i agree <laughs> and we've got a special returning guest to help us out with this today you might remember her from our adams family values episode we've got jessica scott she's a content editor for film cred she writes features at slash film as well as awesome cosplayer owner of the site we who walk here and rotten tomatoes approved critic she writes for dread central does a lot of podcasting. You can see her all over the place. Awesome. Awesome person. Thank you for coming back, Jessica. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here to talk about Valentine, especially. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. So what is your relationship to Valentine? Why did you pick this one? I the, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I was not sober. And I good choice. <laughs> I thought I had missed something when the ending happened. I thought, did I did I did I black out for half an hour? What's going on? So no, obviously that's just I, the movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> I rewatched it sober, obviously, for this podcast. Um, and no, that is exactly just the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I had seen all the scenes of the film and I just hadn't put them together because it's just that kind of movie. But I love this movie so much. I might even watch it again tonight after we finish recording because i love having it i just it is. I love it's just watching. fun like you can just throw it on it's it's wonderful yeah i actually saw this movie young surprisingly i had this on vhs <laughs> like, the same so, this is one of those movies i actually saw when i was younger yeah i just remember i was like i was very i love slasher movies they're probably my favorite you know subgenre of horror and i just I remember seeing this one. I was like, oh, Denise Richards and David Boreanaz. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was my that was my draw to the movie is like, ooh, Angel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, mine was Angel and Denise Richards from The World Is Not Enough. (laughs) And that also was a draw. (laughs) And I remember watching it and I was just like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that was fun. Um i think it could have been better but <laughs> i think it also could have been worse so and it's stuck with me ever since and i sadly do not have my vhs copy anymore but now i own it digitally and i will probably pick up screen factory blu-ray at some point <laughs> yeah i have it on vhs still and digital <laughs> <laughs> i thought about watching it on vhs for the podcast just for the nostalgia factor but i don't have a remote for my vcr so i was just like man it's gonna suck to take notes so i watched it all digitally no fun so uh clayton is your really do you have any other relationship or is it just like one of those nostalgia movies for you i mean i just saw it a long time ago and it's kind of dumb and you know 
I just like it. I love all the actors. It's fun. Like I just watching it. I pretty much watched it twice back to back and had no issue with it and had a great time both times. <laughs> Buffering <laughs> notwithstanding. Um, but yeah, I just like it. Oh, that is my relationship with it. I will watch David Boreanaz in that time period do anything. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, so would you guys recommend this? Sounds like we're getting some pretty good. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't go in expecting the best movie you've ever seen with the most intricate plot that makes perfect sense. But if you want a fun slasher movie with some, you know, some really good actors, like, not like, you know, Meryl Streep, but like <laughs> some fun actors, I'll say. Some actors fun actors. that you like and recognize. <laughs> yes. And some memorable kills and just some really early. 2000s cheesiness i yes highly recommended yeah i would i would recommend this i'd be like okay this is kind of stupid and like it's not the best slasher in the world but it's fun and it's like 90 minutes long there's a lot worse you could do with your time (laughs) (laughs) yes so you guys ready to get into this yes sure all right um so spoilers ahead for a movie that is you know what is it 22 Oh my god! <laughs> um, You're welcome. You do that. <laughs> what uh, singer tell you how old the movie is? <laughs> tell me how old the movie is. <laughs> it always makes my heart like hurt <laughs> just a bit. Like I'll get like a small heart palpitation every time. Like I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, welcome yeah. to your thirties, Sean. <laughs> <sighs> I know. Uh, so. Valentine was directed by Jamie Blanks, who directed another one of my favorite little slasher movies called Urban Legend, oh, which so good. <laughs> we will co- we will definitely cover because I yes. love Urban Legend. Um, and was written by approximately everyone. <laughs> they had four screenwriters for just this one movie: uh, Gretchen J. Berg, Aaron Harberts, Donna Powers, and Wayne Powers. So uh, Sean knows this because we watched this over the phone together. Not our, like, first time watch, but, like, when we watched it for the podcast the first time. And when I saw (laughs) written by, (laughs) it's like four full names popped up on the screen. I was just like, well, that explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, this was also based on a novel, uh, Valentine by Tom Savage. And when I say base, I mean there are quotation marks around the base. (laughs) um considering that the dylan sellers the producer just liked the title of it so he opted it so he could use the title um the and i've read the book and it's very much more like (laughs) yeah i had it on i bought it i think at the library we had like a little resale shop and i remember buying it and i love buying stuff at the library and i remember it was you know this is the book it was based on and i was like this is nothing like the movie (laughs) it's much more of like a stalking story that was how i felt when i read i know what you did last summer also everyone support your local libraries they're the last bastions of just goodness in the world (laughs) yes do support your library (laughs) (laughs) um with weird production history this is this is a fact that i just found out and i love it It, this is the cheapest film to ever have a super bowl spot (laughs) and i find that fascinating (laughs) um we had a little bit of 
of what ifs of casting tara reed was originally cast as dorothy and jennifer love hewitt as Paige, and luke wilson jared leto and jeremy sisto were originally thought of for adam and can you imagine this movie with them <laughs> oh my god um the only one i could really see i could maybe see jennifer love hewitt as Paige. i could not see tara reed as dorothy or Luke Wilson or Jared Leto, but I could see Jeremy Sisto being a very good Adam as, you know, mm-hmm. I would never get rid of David Boreanaz from anything, but <laughs> if the casting had gone another way, Jeremy Sisto for sure. I could see Terry Riz- Tara Reid as Lily. Like, I yeah. think they've got yeah. that energy. I could see her as, like, you know, <laughs> but as fun one. <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I don't know, that I think, I, I hope that's not typecasting Tara Reid, but like, it's very. It does seem like more of a Tara Reed kind of role for me. I guess that is typecasting her. Own. But I mean, <laughs> you know, it just seems like it. And Jennifer Love Hewitt as Paige. I I love Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I think she's good. Um, but I don't. I I don't know. I Denise Richards is my favorite character of this movie, mm-hmm. like by far. Like I yes. think she's incredible, and we'll get more. I'll get more into that later. But, like, I cannot see Jennifer Love Hewitt pulling off, like, the, just that innate sexiness, but also that, like, hint so, of coy. <laughs> I'm going to push back very firmly on this. You're Jessica, back so? me up if you've seen this. Sean, you haven't seen Heartbreakers, correct? I have. Oh, well, I was like, that is my main, uh... She w- And she was great in that, but that one was more comedic. And I don't, I, I think this one is more sly. And I think that she's less sly in Heartbreakers. Like, she's kind of overtly, like, she knows she's beautiful, like, all of that stuff. And in this one, she knows she's beautiful, but she also, I, I the character of Paige for me is a little bit more coy than, uh, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt in Heartbreakers is just kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, most of the movie. <laughs> like, and I feel I like Paige, love her character. Oh, in she's fantastic. You know this. <laughs> yes, I like and I like Heartbreakers. It's I love it. I, I mean, I'm a huge Sigourney Weaver fan. So like she's my favorite actress. So I I mean, of course, I've seen it. But like, you know, I just she's I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't see her playing this role as well as Denise Richards could. I could. But I don't know. Anyway, That's why we have Jessica, to I don't, yeah. you're Jessica. I, I, I'm going to break the tie. I love Heartbreakers, but I I think Denise Richards owns this role, and I can't see Jennifer Love Hewitt doing it as well as her. I'm sorry. I have to break the tie. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's Denise Richards. <laughs> I do uh, fucking love Denise Richards, and I love her yeah. in this. But I could I could have seen her doing it. I don't think she would have done it as well, but, you know, she could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I just yeah, I think Denise Richards is, is is the only one who can pull this really off. Um much of the kills and gore were trimmed due to Columbine Massacre, which is why we have a very close to bloodless slasher. Um there's very little of it, which I think is quite like for the early two thousands is quite strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is one of the horror films that suffered from columbine because it was all the movie's fault although i will say in this one's case you know it is a bullied kid at school that grows up and murders his bulliers so in this case it actually does kind of make sense i suppose for them to trim it down but yeah still and 
and another little tie another little person afraid of being typecast um rebecca gayhart was originally wanted by jamie blanks to be in this because she was an urban legend but she turned him down because she was afraid of being typecast who did he uh, want her for uh it did not say but i'm i have no idea who do we think i would want her for dorothy i think i like rebecca gayhart for ruthie (laughs) 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 oh i love that i I love love that that. i do love that I'm trying to give her more screen time, so I yeah. was like, Dor- <laughs> I was like Dorothy, because I think it's so give different. Her, from- give Dor- give give Ruthie a bigger part. We've got Rebecca Gayhart. <laughs> true facts, true facts, and bigger hair. <clears throat> Can they make it bigger? Like, does that happen? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, <it's> possible. <laughs> I was gonna say you you stop like right. like have her have her hair from like the end of urban legend like when it's at its craziest <laughs> that's why when, she needs to be dorothy so at the end it's just like popping out of the mask like the eye <laughs> holes and she could have never out. gotten that mask over her head <laughs> if it was rebecca gayhart <laughs> it's just sitting on top of her hair <laughs> i would love it <laughs> um and Bl- uh, director blanks actually wanted this to be a murder mystery but the studio demanded a slasher which <laughs> You know, I think I love a slasher, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, and there's not a whole lot of mystery in the mystery, so I don't know no. how he was gonna get. That. Yeah, and I mean, I I love Marley Shelton, but her character in this is also kind of dopey. Like, mm-hmm. and like she, there's a couple times where I'm just like, Ugh. like, and it's nice to see someone who's not just like completely put together, but like, <laughs> you also have moments where you're just like your main character is like she's not going to solve the mystery like she's (laughs) like she's she just figures nothing out (laughs) like by the end of it and i'm just like well that's nice of them to like give a a final girl who who you know isn't exactly like the smartest in the room (laughs) no she's just nice right (laughs) she was the popular one (laughs) yes uh, as we will learn from that fantastic <laughs> quote um but yeah so a little bit of description of the characters we've got marley shelton as the aforementioned final girl kate um who is so pretty but also kind of dorky and weird <laughs> a little bit and a little bit a little bit simple <laughs> like <laughs> sean she's slightly simple like i mean come on she asked that question when she's just like okay don't you have that a recent fair. more recent question picture of him and he looks at her like <laughs> and they all look at her and i'm just like yes you, you, that is not a question like of course they're using this like so i mean that okay, is where i fair, get it she's not exactly this <laughs> like she's writing articles about like computer screen wipes like she's not exactly like woodward and bernstein okay like she's she's doing her job (laughs) um i can't falter for going where the money is like write about whatever they're gonna pay you to write about exactly (laughs) i'm not not blaming her i'm just saying nobody's giving her the big like i don't think she's going after the big stories like like, she's i don't care i just love marley shelton so much oh i do too i do too but like that's that's the thing is like she really does like she spends this movie being like sweet but she's never like like it's not it, there is like 
like you were saying jessica like there's no mystery like like not really like she's not but also i don't think she was like there enough to be able to figure it out anyway (laughs) right and even if she had been let's let's even if he walked up and gave her his driver's license and was like this is who i am this is what i'm doing she would have been like no i i let me put it together give me a minute and she wouldn't she wouldn't have gotten there no she wouldn't have Uh, she would have been like but you're adam (laughs) or something i know him his his mom's his mom's a teacher his dad's a lawyer or was it the other way i don't remember i don't know who cares yeah and then we've got denise richards mvp of the movie as Paige. Mm -hmm. And Jessica Capshaw as Dorothy, Jessica Caulfield as Lily, Catherine Heigl as Shelley, David Boreanaz as Adam, <laughs> not to not to spoil anymore, but slash Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel Cosgrove as Campbell, and mm. I do want to say Fulvio Cicceri as Detective Vaughn. I could have sworn this was Enrico Colantoni my entire childhood. <laughs> like, my entire, like, I we were talking about this j- even just last night, and I I watched this recently, and I still thought it was Enrico Colantoni. <laughs> they look alike. I have no idea who Enrico Colantoni is. Um. Oh, yeah, you didn't watch Veronica Mars, but that's Veronica Mars' dad. Mm, okay. Yes. You, you need to watch Veronica Mars. It is so good. Oh, I don't I have time, Jessica. telling him that. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. I love you. <laughs> like, I I keep telling him that. He would love it so much. And he's just like, I don't have time. And I'm like, you have your own self-imposed rules. Make time. <laughs> like, like, the only person with a schedule here you're making is you. <laughs> uh, and then we've got the other... Uh, are Rebecca Gayhart, maybe Hetty Burress as Ruthie. <laughs> I do love Ruthie. <laughs> yeah. He loves your trust fund. Yeah, I just love trust her. me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that little look, like she, up and down. Trust me, <laughs> so cunty. I love it. <laughs> yeah, she's she's awful. We love her. Yes. <laughs> Um, so that's pretty much production and cast. Are we ready to get into the plot of this? Into the meat of this very meatless story? <laughs> yes, this yes. intricate plotting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, we opened with our little yearbook opening, which I, I do love this opening, though. I think It's, it's so like, cute. It's mm-hmm. so 80s, and I love it so much. <laughs> um, and did you notice that all of the women die according to how they reject jeremy oh yes <laughs> that's yes. i lo- i love it so we've got any horror fan worth their salt knows that one uh-huh. <laughs> well i'm talking for the people who don't who may be listening <laughs> i just like to phrase it in the form of a question so it includes you guys too <laughs> um but we start off with Shelly saying in your dream when Jeremy asks Jeremy asks each of them to dance and Shelly says in your dreams Lily says ew Paige says she'd rather be boiled alive Kate says maybe later and Dorothy essentially ruins his life (laughs) and then we cut back to the present in quotation marks uh, with the date from hell well, I mean, also, I mean, just for a little setup, I mean, he asked all of them to dance, and then 
Dorothy and him get caught and she lies and says he attacks her. That's what destroys his reputation. And yes. he gets sent off and gets angry enough about it to commit murder. Also, how much longer after? Is this like 10 years? Is this uh, it says 13 years later. It's yeah. one of those really weird ones. 13. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 13, 13 years and 8 after. months later. 13 yeah. years after 6th grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a strange one. <laughs> um, and Catherine Heigl, who is playing uh, Shelly, is on the worst date. Uh, one of the worst dates I think I've ever seen in a movie um, with a man named Jason who who calls himself talks about Jason himself in the third person. <laughs> and I think I would not be able to handle it. She is much nicer. I think I would just be like, Sean is bothered and <laughs> needs to go home. <laughs> um, Jessica, how much of this movie, like what percentage of the female dialogue and acting choices are just them being like, ugh, at men being disgusting? Oh my god. that's I think that's one reason I love this movie so much, that it's just like men suck the movie, and yes. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> it is. It very much is. It, it And all the guys in this are basically huge, giant a-holes. Mm-hmm. Like, just awful. I have it in the notes just says Jason is a giant bag of douche. Um, <laughs> like, and he really is. He's awful. Um, and we have them part without getting a goodnight kiss because, you know, Jason Fuck is awful. That. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Shelly goes to start her dissection for her final the night before her final <laughs> like whoa, what she's just practicing or something it doesn't make any sense who cares it's a cool yeah, location cool, say, <laughs> cool location it's, it's the only all way about can... atmosphere <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's probably the best chasing in the movie no um, it's not well i'd say chasey not same scene no I oh don't think no it's the best you're chasing. right ruthie's yeah. is better yeah. yep you're right yeah um but it's a good one to start off with uh, yeah. and Shelly is starting her dissection and almost, and almost starts and has a false start and we get to Valentine and hears a noise, runs off and finds another guy who scares her, you know, cheap jump scare and she finds a Valentine left in her locker that says the journey of love is an arduous trek. My love for you grows as you bleed from your neck. So cute. And <laughs> I just want to girl once. Yeah. And it's got a little pop up and when it comes when the pop when you pull it, it pulls down. The and knife goes across. The knife. Neck. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, if people sold these on Etsy, I would totally buy them. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I'm sure they do, actually. <laughs> now I want some though. <laughs> uh, right. I want I know which one I want. It's not that one. It's yeah. <laughs> I like Dorothy's I know which one's best. your favorite. <laughs> Yeah, that one's the best. <laughs> um, and so after that, she throws away the card, goes back to start her dissection or practice or whatever she's doing. And she goes to put the scalpel and notices her corpse, is st- her cadaver, not corpse, is starting to breathe, which freaks her out. She screams and moves backwards and hits the door. And then Chad, the corpse, comes out. 
her actual yep. corpse. <laughs> Which I've always had a question. Did he just like pull his shirt up? Like what? <laughs> it's like this part. I I love he it. Stripped and it's naked so in thirty seconds and got under there, right. and then he gra- and then he went. He left his clothes behind that curtain, and that's yes. why like it took while she was creeping around and looking. He like quickly dressed again and then grabbed her. Yes, that's, that's my head cannon. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's that's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> See, also, I thought he just. I'm not going to explain how I know this, but that is not David Boreanaz's stomach, although it's very nice. Why can't you understand? <laughs> why can't you explain it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was obsessed with him when I was younger. I know his body better than my own. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys knew this. He did this movie called, I believe, These Girls. I think it was a Canadian movie. Where these babysitters were like sleeping with him, and like they like one of them started doing it, and the others found out, so they were all like blackmailing him and sleeping with them. And he has a full frontal scene in it, and and that was formative for your years. Got it, it was very formative <laughs> for me. And I mean, god, that episode in season one of Buffy when like he takes his shirt off, and oh, and anyway, uh. I'm not going to get into that because I'll just like start having an orgasm right here. I was going to say, we we had a thirst trap episode like two episodes ago, and now you're going to make another one. Okay, got it. Josh Hart, yeah, Jessica, we were talking to uh, poor Sean's trying to get us through 30 days of night, and Jen Adams and I are just like, but Josh Hartnett is so hot. Right? And he is absolutely, but I was just like, okay, and the movie, and the, yes, and there's and there's vampires that are eating people, and Josh Hartnett looks good with a beard, <laughs> like, and that was how that went. Yeah. Um, but Shelley, so after uh, the killer has startled her enough, Shelley goes to try and escape. And all horror movie style, moving slow, holding a scalpel, and she gets scared. And the lights stop the killer and start, the you know, being all flickery for, you know, reasons. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she stabs him in the leg and then goes on a chase scene, which leads her to hide in the morgue, which was brilliant. <laughs> um, and he, after a slightly tense scene of him just opening all the bags that you know she's hiding in like slightly tense scene. <laughs> yeah it's like you know she's in a bag like there's no way she's not um she is found and her neck is sliced open and all i had to say was shelly may clean up for her murder so easy <laughs> she's already in a bag <laughs> seriously yeah. it's like she jumped into the um the cremation thing and flipped the switch and was like i'm in here <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. super also, easy. like all those uh, tables were lined with bodies. Why was there a what bag did she there? do? What with happened? <laughs> like, 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 what did she do with the body? <laughs> like, it would, yeah, I always wondered too. I was just like, because the whole room this is was very filled, much one of those, like, don't think about it. Yeah, don't think about it. Just enjoy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then we see our first little. Kid, hint of the killer leaving his dna at crime scenes with a little yes. drip drip of his blood from a nosebleed and Catherine Hago collects her check and leaves the movie <laughs> back to <laughs> yes. roswell she goes yeah. <laughs> she she ends up slightly better on that show <laughs> <laughs> 
And then we're introduced to uh, Paige and Kate again. And they are going speed dating. And uh, what a way to start a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, These guys are all absolutely ridiculous and i absolutely know why you call this men suck (laughs) is this a thing though like do people do this speed dating absolutely Mm -hmm. it used to i don't know if it's it used to be like really big back in like late night my pit just got sweaty thinking about (laughs) trying to do this well like like Paige said you get to talk to someone for 30 seconds if you want it to be longer you make it longer later like you know like it's a good way to just i guess meet yeah people? but you have to talk to like 30 different guys <laughs> yeah but for well one of them didn't really all talk of to them him, so 29 awful. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean we go from mother lover to unfulfilled needs who oh my Says god fulfill her god. sexually <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh She's i was gotta just be like, a dyke <laughs> Yeah, that is early Marley 2000s Schultz. writing right there. Marley Sheldon's <laughs> face. Also, I feel like that's very accurate for a guy like that to say. I don't even think that's early 2000s writing. I just think that's accurate. <laughs> um, and then we have the 49er lover, who is Ty Olson, who's actually gone on to bigger things. Um, the Bible is the foundation of marriage. And speechless in Seattle is what I like to call the other guy who never <laughs> says a word. <laughs> I love Marley Shelton just being like, come on, give me something, anything, (laughs) name. Like, it's kind of sad because you can see he's like kind of trying. He just doesn't know. Like, I felt bad for him a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then we've got Brian, the only one of them who is somewhat interesting and somewhat sexy. And of course, Paige takes over. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And she told you she's in a committed relationship. I'm Paige. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And that is the greatest way you could get to know who Paige is. <laughs> it does. It tells you so much about them. Yep. Like, it, and it's 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 fun to see them because you. I love movies where you get to see people before like the whole element of of the plot starts to come in, and this just feels like this is what they would actually be doing. Like Paige would drag Kate along to these things and make her go, and then if she found someone she actually liked, she'd be like. <laughs> and that just feels like something Paige would do. Yeah. And they get the call that unfortunately Shelly has passed. And they go to her funeral and we see David Boreanaz for the first time. <laughs> also, I love that all these friends are from sixth grade are close enough to go like <laughs> drop everything and still be close friends and go to their friend's funeral well i don't know if they're like necessarily super close but they're They're close enough that they like keep in touch and see each other every couple years and would like go to her funeral yeah but i mean the graveside service would you like if you heard somebody from sixth grade got killed like i'm not gonna be flying off. no but somebody i spoke to two years ago that i was friends with for a long time absolutely like there's a point where you start to know people's families too, and sometimes you don't go for the person, you go for the family. Yeah. Like <laughs> she was a real bitch, but I like her mom. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I it's just showing respect and I just I've always seen it as like you are go- you're not always just going to like say goodbye to the person. Sometimes you go for the family to show support and show that you know 
you know, you're showing support to them too. I'm just going to say, I know they aren't in there, supposed to be in their 30s in this. They're like in their 20s. But one of my favorite things I've ever heard is the most realistic, th- unrealistic thing about Jesus is that he had 12 close friends in his 30s. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we get our first instance of them trying to, I don't know, it's slut shame page. Yeah, (laughs) that's one of the things that I, about this movie that I'm always like, why are they doing this so much to this poor woman? Like, and I know this was very much like an element of like the early 2000s where like slut shaming was very much like big, like, and you know she takes off her coat and they're just like jesus it's a funeral page like and that line is very funny she's just like what (laughs) (laughs) i'm denise richards i can't help it (laughs) yeah i just i'm hot (laughs) like and so i mean it's this movie is very much a time capsule for that for me and like i oh sean it's not the first thing oh it still is it absolutely is but like a lot of the like sexual politics of this i think are very much like captioned where they are are like a like a captive of that time like and a lot of it is still around absolutely i'm not saying that the sexual politics of this movie are confusing at best (laughs) right um and but i mean like it's just there's just different aspects of that we can get into a little bit more in a little bit um, and then we see the detective played by not Enrico Colantoni, um, <laughs> who questions them. And we go to, is this when Kate also, goes the... is this a thing? Like, would it, if somebody got murdered, is the detective going to be at their gravesite service questioning all their friends? Um, like, I, I know like... they need an economy of scenes in this 90 minute film. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah i feel like it's kind of a weird wait like, till she's like in the ground or like <laughs> i've done it beforehand yeah or at least be all like hey i'm gonna like give you whoever my cards signs like, the book like i'm gonna give them a call like oh you were her friends <laughs> like, that's a weird thing to ask at a funeral i feel like is if i if i ever get murdered and the detectives are asking please be uh, please be like hey can you wait till after like you know like <laughs> can you like, show some goddamn respect like all right <laughs> and then we head to lily and is this both of their apartment i think so right lily and yeah. Paige's apartment mm-hmm. it always seemed like it to me um and we get valentine number 2 after well, let's first let's nope, talk about nope. Lance. Actually, this is a not. This is at Dorothy's house. This is where we. Oh, um, you're right. Camp. I'm sorry. I was mm-hmm. reading my wrong notes. Wrong. Ah, you're right. Dorothy heads home. <laughs> See, to her mansion. Yes, and sees her father and her stepmother <laughs> uh, fleeing upstairs <laughs> <laughs> for a little afternoon delight. <laughs> which doesn't last very long because the scene is what like four minutes long <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's back very fast um and we meet campbell daniel cosgrove who has a startup um, yeah. <laughs> startup in quotation marks uh who needs a place to stay after his roommate hasn't been paying his share of the rent oh his money's just tied up in this startup and I'm just so charming and gorgeous. Whatever am I going to do? 
<laughs> yeah, he's going to. Dorothy's going to have the maid put up a room. <laughs> Did your father and... say? <laughs> yes. I love how Dorothy gets no respect at all in this movie from, from anyone. no one. <laughs> like, from the maid, her stepmother, her father, some even her friends a little bit. But like, it feels like out of everyone, they're the only ones like trying. <laughs> um, but yeah, and we get the second Valentine, which is oh the my best God. Valentine. It is Rose. so good. I love this. Roses are red. Violets are blue. They'll need dental records to identify you. <laughs> Which is the best one. That's my it favorite. Is, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's genius. Like, we can stop now. Like The, the hi- highlight of the movie. <laughs> oh, no. The wax it scene is definitely the highlight of the movie. Uh, <laughs> I find that one the funniest. Uh, but yeah. And after that, the stepmom comes back down and questions Dorothy. And we see that she has not so good of a relationship with her stepmother and <laughs> she's just father. trying to have an interest in her life <laughs> <laughs> is she <laughs> like i was not taking that as interest i was taking that as sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to kate's apartment where she is showering Can we hold on for a second about this exchange between Dorothy and her stepmother? Because it is hysterical. That is very true. It is very funny. (laughs) Do you have any thoughts, Jessica? No, I'm just obsessed with that scene, too. Like, the stepmother (laughs) who's several years younger than her. Like, I love the dig about, you know, let me know when when you can rent a car. car. (laughs) (laughs) She called me a mail order bride from hell. I don't know what she just called me. (laughs) Yes. It's just, I love it. Because it does show that, like, Dorothy has no, she has no respect from anyone in this movie. Like, she's just kind of there for people. And I find Mm -hmm. that so sad for her. Like, she's just clearly, you know, she's, she gets no respect. And... I think that's why I think it's a nice way for them to try and set up where the ending goes mm-hmm. is like why is like she's basically powerless in her own life. It's so sad. She's so rich. That's <laughs> poor Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I do not feel that sorry for somebody with a house that size. Yeah. <laughs> They're fine. like, oh, poor Dorothy. <laughs> right. Like, like you should sure be in. You can be in the same house as your stepmother and still be in a different zip code. Like, you can yeah. avoid you her. You never have to see them. Like, you've yeah. got a maid. Yeah, go downstairs to that ugly game room. Like, <laughs> ugh, game room is so ugly. Um, With, pla- <laughs> like, the plaid walls. Ugh, God. Oh ugh, early 2000s. Um, <laughs> uh, but then we go... Well, after- famously, rich people have no taste. That's why they get interior designers. Well, that Sweet. interior designer didn't have any taste either. So, I mean, like, who did they hire? Someone else, Rich? <laughs> they, they, they hired <laughs> like, that guy from. They hired that guy from the first from, wives club. From the first wives club. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Yes, I could see it. Uh, Jackie O had one just like it. Um, <laughs> uh, we go to Kate's apartment where she's showering, and then she hears some noises, like someone's in her apartment. And I have had this happen before where I could have swore someone was in my apartment 
and but i leave the shower running so they think i'm still in it (laughs) and then i get out and go check (laughs) but she turns off the water and gets a towel and looks around and doesn't see anyone comes back to shower and doesn't have any running water now because of course whenever you hear a noise it's always when your hair is full of shampoo like always Right. Well, I don't have that problem as much because I'm bald. Um, so, <laughs> like, when I wash my head, it's like a real quick thing. Like, it doesn't stay there. <laughs> so I can just be like, quick rinse, go. <laughs> um, but yes, so then she does one of the biggest icks I've ever seen in a movie. And she dunks her head in the toilet <laughs> to get rid of the water. There are would, so many things yeah. I would have done other than that. <laughs> like, this is up there with Sandra Bullock dipping her Oreo in the cat's milk in While You Were Sleeping. Like, those are the, the literally the two biggest scenes that disgust me in all of film. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ew. Even knowing that's like a prop toilet and clean, like, just seeing a, mm-mm, mm-mm. It's just gross. I would just, rather go to work with soap in my hair and just figure some shit out than rinse my hair in the toilet. Exactly. I would have used, like, milk. Like, I would have used legitimately anything else. Like, I would, like, I, but I don't have hair, so I, 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 she has much more than I do. <laughs> so I could not tell you what else I would do. <laughs> Jessica, in this situation, what would you have done? No, everybody would have just had to deal with me having shampoo in my hair all day. I, I would have gone around looking crazy with my hair all lathered up rather than put my head in toilet. No. <laughs> it's hair gel. Right? It's the new style. Y'all need to get with the times. I look good. You look crazy. Let's move on. This is, this is how my hair stays moisturized. Yes. Okay? Like... It's leave-in shampoo that is not actually for leave-in, okay? Exactly. This is the curly girl (laughs) method. Get with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And then after she rinses her hair, she goes to answer the phone and see her door is open as it was not before, which also scary. And discovers a cupid mask is holding the apartment door open. And then we meet Gary. I love Gary. (laughs) Gary is awful and I love him so much. (laughs) Like, if I had a neighbor who just talked in rhymes, I don't know what I would do with myself, but I feel like I would love it. (laughs) You look great, Kate. (laughs) Want to be my mate, Kate? Kate. Let's go on a date, Kate. (laughs) You're scary, Gary. (laughs) This could be fate, Kate. (laughs) Yes, I just, he's troubled. (laughs) And I think I love him. (laughs) And after that, we head over to Lily and Paige's apartment. Also, very strangely set decorated. Sean, because of all my buffering issues, we paused it during this scene because I got really frustrated. I was like, I need to go have a cigarette. And while I was getting bundled up to go outside to smoke, because, you know, it's sub-zero, practically. And I was just, like, looking around the background of their apartment. I was just like, what the fuck? Seriously, though, there's, like, 
a bunch of statues of cats by the door. There's the couch. That I are think like is made shoulder of... height, like super skin, <laughs> like those super skinny, tall shoulder height that would you know you'd see like giraffes or something at like I don't know. <laughs> I can't even think of like what store would have something like that. But there's like cats by home the door. They're like six. Yes, home goods. Thank you. <laughs> 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 and their couch is like this weird material, and it's then they've got velvet. Like, I think. <laughs> On their coffee table, there's, like, a jar that's full of, like, off-brand M&Ms, but they're, like, in a jar. (laughs) They're they're more classy than just keeping them in the bag, Clayton. Are they classy? (laughs) Are they classy? (laughs) Like, honestly, are Paige and Lily classy? (laughs) I've certainly seen worse. (laughs) I've certainly seen better. (laughs) We are from Indiana. Uh, We've seen worse. Yes, and... (laughs) Lily is watching a video dating video, <laughs> and we meet Lance, who's six footish, which we've learned from Paige means five four with loafers. And Height doesn't matter, people. No, it Stop does not. Being superficial, but it is does... a very funny joke. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing. This movie very much does play into like the like it's a testament to like vanity for us. Like everyone's like they're. And like our beauty standards, like every like everyone says they're like six footish, and you know all this, you know, uh, they're they're little things that like. There's lots of commentary on people's appearance in this film. Yes, and it's very much like like Dorothy. She's so happy. She's got a boyfriend like Campbell. Doesn't know his last name, but she's like he's hot. Yeah, because she was never the pretty one, so she never got the pretty ones. <laughs> So she and she she feels like now that she's ended up with, you know, with Campbell, like she's like I've won. And I, yeah, she's like hot by association all of a sudden. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also, is she supposed to be fat in this movie? Oh, thank you. Like, is is I'm... young Dorothy supposed to be fat? Because I was l- looking at her like, where is the fat girl here? I do not yeah. see her. Like, I young that Dorothy. Life. I'm like, she's chubby, but she's not like. You know, the type of, you know, that she, like, how she's like, I was the big fat one. Like, that was not that child. And that's definitely not her as an adult. Like, she's, what, a size four? <laughs> right. But compared to her friends, you know, I, I like that it goes back to that commentary on our beauty standards and how other people make us feel. Because, you know, compared to her friends, just because she's a little heavier, she is the fat one. She is the awkward one. Mm-hmm. You know? That is true. She is bigger than them, but they're also all tiny and she is not fat, even by, right. like any well, standards no. but that's exactly it is like it this is also like how she sees herself like even when she goes into that her monologue later on it um she's describes them all as like you know fun sexy the smart one the popular one uh, and don't you dare take my the, monologue sean no i'm not i'm not taking it it's yours <laughs> <laughs> I, you're welcome thank you <laughs> um uh, but like she was all like she says she was the big one she was the fat one and like when you are the fat person of the group like sometimes you feel it and it sticks with you so even mm-hmm. when you grow up and you grow out of that like it's still ingrained in you so like for her she's always going to be that person like she i will say it. that yeah, is true exactly. like i have never been I mean, recently I've been somewhat overweight because of my medication, which is now thanks to my nightmarish change in medication is dropping off like, you know, 
things that drop off. Um, I can't think of a comparison right now, but even when I was thin and stuff, you know, the type of guys I hung out with, Sean, like a lot of them were fucking tiny little twinks. And I felt like I was that ginormous, a fat friend. And I was like 165 pounds. So I do get it. I've always been a big dude. So, I mean, I get where she's coming from because like in some ways, like I'm a big dude. Like I have shoulders like a linebacker. Like I have to turn to get through doors like because my shoulders are so wide and you know for like if i'm sitting in a seat at a movie theater sometimes my shoulders take over the seat like it's just who i am like it's who i've always been and for a long time in my life like and i still have problems with it like i just i felt like i was like i I felt like dorothy like i was just the fat fat one like and you know it's something that i still deal with and i still work on myself for it and I still, you know, like, it still, you know, haunts my soul a little bit. But, like, you know, it's stuff that doesn't, like, and I wasn't like Dorothy. Like, I wasn't called Buffalo in school. Like, it it probably helped that I could just, like, I don't know, kick any of their asses. Like, I was a big dude. Like, I'm just gonna, like, I'm not afraid. Like, you know, I I was generally well-liked. But, like... You know, it does stick with you because you do see different from everyone else. And sometimes that just it hurts more for that. Yeah. And even when you get older, when you're adults and everybody's body has changed, like as you get older, a lot of people gain weight and they look different. You still feel like the fat friend, even if somebody is the same size as you or bigger or if you've lost weight, like it's that mentality remains so mm-hmm. i i totally get why why you know, again not to step on the monologue but i get why she's like i will always <laughs> be the fat girl to you guys mm-hmm. yep yeah. absolutely like i and you're that's exactly right jessica body dysmorphia is fun <laughs> <laughs> yes um, uh, but that was bodies, bodies, bodies. <laughs> like group watch that later. <laughs> I've never told anybody this. I have body dysmorphia. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yes, but so I mean we're we're getting into that, but and I, I mean I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more once we get to the El Monologo. <laughs> um, but we we're great now Spanish, getting Spanish, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> i took french <laughs> clearly <laughs> french and german thank you um but yes yeah, so we are watching the video on lance and after a very bad explanation of he's outdoorsy and he likes to kayak in the ocean he gets turned off and it's we get a knock was it a knock or was it a ring on the doorbell i can i can't remember. Uh, i think it was a knock yep um and lily goes and sees that there have been chocolates left for the for her or well, for someone looks, there's no looks, name there's, there's no one there probably just lay it so he doesn't clear the people remember <laughs> <laughs> yep not even uh, in those loafers nope, nope. <laughs> jessica nope. you want to take this third valentine <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i so I think I've seen some people say this online and I agree that this is a Jallo and I think the presence of maggots confirms it. Ooh, um, <laughs> Ooh this totally, as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah. 
I can see it. Yeah, the detective, like the mask. No, yeah, hundred percent. I see. Yeah, it. the killer with gloves and like the mask and the elaborate murders and everything and the, you know a mystery that's not a mystery and doesn't make any sense, but it still works. <laughs> yes. <and> like... <laughs> I love that take. I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I didn't. I never even thought of it. Would wow. you like to read this third Valentine to our listeners, Jessica? If you happen to have it written down, if you don't, it's fine. I don't have it written down. You, I'm <laughs> completely unprepared. <laughs> oh, you're good. It's um, fine. I have. We Valentine's took copious notes. Down. I should have uh, sent them to you, but I was dealing with my back feeling broken. <laughs> yes. Uh, this one is. Tis a well-known fact that beauty is skin deep. Savor the taste. You are what you eat. And. After reading JM <laughs> and another episode uh, or another little thing of them slut shaming Paige again, which she goes, <laughs> Who's JM? It must be for you, Paige. You've covered more of the alphabet than I have. <laughs> and I was just like, Ouch. <laughs> I do love that every time Paige is just like, Bite me. Yeah, she, I love it. And that's one of the reasons I love Paige. Is she's I also so love that anytime guys yeah. hit on her and stuff, it's like, Yeah, she's hot and everything and she'll be flirty, but like she always shuts it down and seems super pissed by it. Mm-hmm. She also seems like the most intelligent out of all of them. Like, I. I that's one of the things i really like about Paige is like she's very intelligent like she's clearly smart she clearly knows people like <laughs> well, she's sean or at she least dudes. is a nuclear physicist dr christmas jones yes uh yes uh i was not expecting that but yes i i can see it <laughs> um <welcome>. but <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, but that's one of the things I really love about this movie. It's like, for me, like like I said before, Paige is my favorite character of this. And she's just like, so sexually liberated, but she like, is very unapologetic about it. And I love that because it feels like very feminist, especially for a 2001 film. Like, she's very clearly, like, sorry, she knows her sexuality, like, but she's not afraid to use it. Like... I, I love that. It's I I just love the character of Paige. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. I love how much she owns it. Like when everybody gives her shit about it, she's like, Yeah, and yep. like that's <laughs> she's she's perfection. I love her so much. Yeah, she's she's just I really the just MVP like Denise Richards. Like I like <laughs> this streak she had in the late nineties, early two thousands was a phenomenal mm-hmm. I mean, a wild things. The world's done enough. Drop dead gorgeous, Valentine, like <laughs> Well, and the cool thing is, those are all movies that, like, they preyed on her and her, like, beauty, but, like, she used different she aspects was in on it. She was in on it, though. She's always yeah. in on the joke awesome. for it. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't, like, the only one of them I didn't, like, like, not even that, like, the only one that I was like, eh, Denise Richards is a nuclear physicist. Like, I'm not trying to bite it, but, like, I'm also just, like, she doesn't seem grizzled enough for it that was my only thing for it but like the rest of them like it's very much her them is that what you want out of your bond girls to be grizzled (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean like if you're a nuclear physicist who's working in like kazakhstan or what was it kazakhstan uzbekistan turkmenistan one of the one of the one of them one of the stands Uh, um but she you know like she's supposed to be like a little bit more worldly and she just kind of doesn't seem like that for me that's the only thing is like 
there are some of them you're just like i I don't know i don't feel like she has very much authority in that movie you (laughs) are in the majority sean like most people consider christmas jones one of the worst bond girls i am oh i don't consider her the worst but she's a lot of people do she's one of my favorites i love her Um, anyway but But that is james bond this is i i just love denise richards and i I can give you that and i think she i just think she's fun um, I mean the Christmas. Anyway, funny. but that is the world is not enough. Not Valentine. <laughs> we'll talk, we will talk about that one day because we do love that movie. Um, but yes, and we go to Lily goes to eat the chocolate. And Naturally, I love that they're are... like arguing like, "No, this is for you." Like I would have been like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I would have made up a name. I would... sorry. This is. Jaron Michaels. Oh, yeah. We went on a date last week. Thanks for the chocolate. Sorry, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like they were just going to share them anyway. Well, until they Lily bites into them and discovers there are live maggots we're all squirming all through it, which also makes total sense. Too. <laughs> well, I mean, it could definitely happen. He could inject like like little maggots into the chocolate. And then just wait for them to grow. So chocolate has to be cooked and hard, and like, <laughs> there's no, I, I don't know. Yeah, but if anyway, you just put the larva, it is on... ridiculously over contrived <laughs> of a thing to do to someone. <laughs> yes, um, but it, we get an ew, which is very much where we're, you know, the Lily I ew. Love her reaction, just like the <laughs> <laughs> with the full body shakes. Yeah. And she handled it much they, better than I would have. Yeah, I think I just would have spit them out. I don't know if I would have. Oh, I would I, have. I, probably... in, I would have instantly projectile vomited instantly. Oh, I would not have been able to like sit and have a conversation with my friend later and like chug orange juice and be fine and be like that was disgusting. <laughs> like no, I would have been vomiting. Well, yeah. we don't see that. We don't know that that's right after. <laughs> like she might have gone and done that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, but then they're going through all the j names they know and they finally come to jeremy melton again they... <laughs> who's jeremy melton <laughs> yeah uh what did they say he's like 40 pounds sixth grade buck teeth <laughs> you look so pretty page and you then look i was so pretty, like page. Oh, like they were so awful <laughs> like they're still awful <laughs> yep and I like how, I do like how Paige is just like we were so awful to him. <laughs> and they're like, who cares? <laughs> and then we head to the opening of the art. Um, this is the which... worst art gallery I've ever seen. Like this art exhibit I have seen this side of girls. Yeah, it's very pretentious, and it's like <sighs> it's sleazy, and it's very much like it's like bad pop art like it's just Mm -hmm. awful um and we meet johnny whitworth who is playing lily caulfield's or or, lily caulfield (laughs) jessica caulfield's lily's boyfriend who is a sleazeball as we've learned (laughs) And, and a very bad artist yes and as we head through the maze of pop art close-ups of people's mouths being like love me 
Yeah. Love me. And like a dude in like a, a bikini and like like breasts and also did either of you see like the breast in the background in one shot it's like she takes the bra off and you see it and then all of a sudden the nipples disappear like they like half-heartedly tried to erase them in post or something (laughs) no i didn't see that oh my god (laughs) i did i was just like that's weird (laughs) yes um and as we go through it as we go through we see these and all our awful art you see lily and max are making out and then his assistant amy walks up and lily gets a little angry <laughs> because max seems to want to start a menage a trois <laughs> see there's the french <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> lovely pronunciation um also either of you with this art exhibit would you be in the mood to just be like, oh, let's do it right now? Uh, She's about to go out of town. So, yeah, I'm sure she was just like, all right. And plus, she like likes him. So she's like, it's art. I'm like, I, I love don't it. Think, I love him. I don't think she liked it enough to like admit that it was good art. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's well, so much yeah. going on. Like, I would just be like, Ugh, I can't. This is just. <laughs> You have to support your partner, <laughs> even if he is a hippo- a cheap hypocritical sleaze ball. And I love that. <laughs> I do love that he does own it though, because he's just like, yeah, but you knew that, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it. Honestly, it makes him the best guy out of almost all of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> he is open about his. At least he's open about being a sleaze ball. <laughs> like, um, Jessica, you didn't answer. Would you have fucked your boyfriend in this art exhibit? I would have been like, can you at least pause the weird mouth stuff on the screen? Because I'm so distracted right now. <laughs> the close-ups of the mouths on these giant yeah. Love me. Love I cannot me. have sex while I'm watching that mouth talk to yeah. me. I'm sorry. Also, he put it on a loop. Why didn't he just have the guy just record like an hour of just saying love me? Right? Like, I hate the loop. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just it's love so me. unnatural. I hate it. Love I hate me. everything. I hate it. <laughs> love me. Like I don't know. Like it just felt. It's it, so all cheap. it reminds me of every time I watch it is, I'd fuck me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that's wow. all I think of. But while he's saying "love me," is <laughs> I'm just picturing Silence of the Lambs. <sighs> Oh, um, that's that's a weird take, but okay. I could t- <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Max is super kind of- cheap, and he only wanted to pay the guy for like thirty seconds of work instead of an hour, and that's right. why he did it like that. Mm. Which makes him even worse. Just say love me. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Just Bye. Once. Here's five dollars. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I have to pay you for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get, unfortunately, the little ending of lily as she storms away from her boyfriend deeper into the maze and where the killer has also like cleverly moving around this like elaborately set up maze just to trap lily (laughs) yes um and she ends up with an arrow or three in her (laughs) chest and abdomen if any of you have not seen Valentine, but have seen Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, she basically dies Sean Bean's death. Yeah. 
It is. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. With the addition of falling like ten stories into a dumpster. Into a dumpster, <laughs> which is another part of the EU. <laughs> and that's goodbye to Lily. And one thing I do regret about this movie, I wish we had a little bit more of Jessica Caulfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she's in enough of this. I wish we had a little bit more of her. But that would make this movie a little. I don't know how much more they can add of her, but she's she. I I just love her character in this. I think she's funny and bitchy, and <laughs> I just wish she had a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I would watch a movie just of Lily and Paige hanging out in their apartment. To be honest, same. Like Absolutely. I would watch a TV show of that. Like, g- give me that sitcom, please. Right? <laughs> bye lance like i I love that i just love their dynamic it's great um and then we meet ruthie who is the aforementioned (laughs) bitchy character who is accusing campbell of being a con man also do you know how we know that she is a bitchy character just from film visual language (laughs) she's wearing a sweater tied around her shoulders And you're just like, nope, she's an asshole, which is great because in she's Van rich Wilder, and evil. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in Van Wilder, Daniel Crosgrove, who plays Campbell, is also the villain in that, and he does wear a shoulder, his, <laughs> his sweater around his shoulders as well. Oh. <laughs> if any of you out there do that as a fashion thing, that is fine. It just. Uh... In films, we're generally primed for those to be awful people. Yeah, just know yes. you're giving off villain vibes when you when you do that. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and she is talking about how Campbell had stolen her money, and she had given to his startup, <laughs> BleedMeDry.com. <laughs> <laughs> and Dorothy comes in to try and like, you know stand up for campbell and she's just like he loves your trust fun <laughs> uh, that is way later is it i thought that yep. was there no that's, that's a, when the she busts into the party oh yeah. you're right i'm sorry i it's i'm tired Give me a break. <laughs> it's been a long day <laughs> yes um but yes yeah, so we've met ruthie they've had our <laughs> first little why are you... Sorry, I'm just laughing about your long day watching Poker Face. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long day watching Poker Face, thank you. <laughs> uh, you poor miserable person <laughs> watching the best show on TV right now. Well, one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then we see Kate go out to dinner or, or drinks with maybe alcoholic Adam. Which I've always found a little strange that she's like, oh, he's. I have such a soapbox about this. She's so pissy about him being an alcoholic, which, like, alcoholism is a disease, first of all. But she is constantly dragging him to bars, to parties that are like, they're just taking trays of alcohol and just, like, all this stuff. Like, she's not being helpful at all in helping him, like, abstain from being in tempting places when he's in his first stages of trying not to drink so right like she's dragging him places and then like looking at him disapprovingly like did you just look at that alcohol what are you doing yeah i, I know it. and then yeah. she's like oh yeah on second thought i'll have a whatever it was club like, soda, uh, or whatever, club yeah. soda yeah. With lime. yeah i'm like what are non-alcoholic drinks <laughs> they have at bars what is that club soda <laughs> a virgin shirley temple 
<laughs> Aren't Shirley Temple's virgin already? <laughs> Extra virgin Shirley Temple. Extra virgin, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, extroverging. Is that more cherries? <laughs> I believe so, actually, yeah. It's nothing but, it's just cherries in a glass, that's all it is. <laughs> uh, okay, just so you know, if I ever meet you face-to-face, Jessica, I'm giving you an extra virgin Shirley <laughs> Temple, and I'm just going to give you a glass filled with cherries, and awesome. I'm going to be like, here, this is your drink. <laughs> My I will probably drink. steal it from you because I love maraschino cherries, I will just like... <laughs> It's to share. You'll turn your head for <laughs> one second. For and you'll turn back. Yes. <laughs> Can we only get one extra cherry <laughs> temple? Just to cherries share. for the table, please. <laughs> Round of cherries all around. Keep them coming. <laughs> yes. Um, but we're I, super cool. <laughs> I find Adam so charming in this scene. Like, and you kind of get why Kate, you know, is in love with him. Like, he's, you know, he's funny. David Boreanaz. <laughs> Yes. What? What did I say? No, just it's, it's no, not hard. Just, it to, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was like. I thought he was. Yeah. No. No. I, you're yeah. like you get why she's in love with it. I'm like it's David Boreanaz. <laughs> hey, David Boreanaz's angel was very evil. Okay. He was as angelus, not as angel, but. Yeah, I know you. You would still go for him. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you legitimate. I I know you. Uh, but yeah, so they're kind of talking, and he doesn't have a drink, which makes her not drink, and which she seems like annoyed about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the next day, they are talking to the detective who's trying to question them on people. Um, someone that Shelley may have known, and they revealed that they'd all gotten letters from a GM or Jeremy Melton. And then we learn from Dorothy that Jeremy Melton never attacked her. She lied about it because she was embarrassed. And mm-hmm. she essentially ruined his life to save her face. Mm-hmm. Giving a bad name to assault survivors everywhere Mm -hmm. um and after that we do head back to uh sorry i lost my paint i lost my where i was at my paint thing went dark (laughs) one second (laughs) um she after that i believe we this is when we go to the uh police station and this is when we get the super dumb question from (laughs) Kate <laughs> when they pull up a picture of Jeremy Melton they're like oh my god that's him and then he age progresses the detective age progresses the photo to different like aspects and, and is basically just... doing the clueless thing but like with glasses and hair <laughs> yeah. and Kate is just like do you have a more recent picture of him <laughs> and I was just like I love oh. how everybody just turns and looks at her like <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just a record scratch where they all stare at her yeah they're just like you think they have to use like that honey, you <laughs> said that out loud yeah. <laughs> and she is just 
I just okay. Marley Shelton. Thank you, Marley Shelton. I will say, like, I mean, I don't love this character of Kate, but I love Marley Shelton so much. Like ever since I saw her precious little face and like never been kissed and sugar and spice, I just adore her. I adore her so much. I've seen neither of those. Really? Yeah. Oh, I know I knew you hadn't seen Never Been Kissed. I did know that, but you never seen Sugar and Spice? Wow. No. That's the one with the cheerleaders and the bank robbery, right? Yes. Yes, yes it is. Also wearing creepy masks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Never saw it. (laughs) And then of course we cannot forget her absolutely iconic turn in Planet Terror. Yes, uh, love her in Planet Terror. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dakota Block. <laughs> or Scream 4. <laughs> and sadly, Scream 5. Uh, but yes, so we then get que- the <laughs> ladies get You're not quest- cheating on your wife? Feed her le- <laughs> lemon squares. <laughs> your lemon squares taste like ass. Um, but <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would rather have it the other way, wouldn't you? <laughs> Your ass tastes yeah. like lemon squares. <laughs> Just go on with that. Um, but then we, the ladies are being questioned about their bows. And we learn that Dorothy has only known Campbell a month. And she met him at yoga. And it's she a does very not exclusive know... gem, though. <laughs> right. And she does not know his last name. After she slept James Page again, like, you've let guys into your pants, you don't even know their last name. And they're like, well, we're on the subject. What is Campbell's last name? And she's like, uh... That's not the yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, I don't have to take this question. And I'm like, I don't think you're being like, you're not being accused. Like, <laughs> like, you should probably just know the guy who's living in your house's last name. Like... She didn't care about that. She had a boyfriend, and he's hot. Right. <laughs> His um, name's Campbell. And, and I also do love pages. You don't have to be bitchy. <laughs> and speaking of this, bitchy, a sidebar quickly, Sean, you're not on Twitter as much, but guess what Jessica was watching last night? I don't know. Best bitchy performance ever committed to film. Oh my God, Jessica. <laughs> Were you watching Sorority Row? Yes, I love that movie. <laughs> oh, I love Sorority Row. Jessica is my favorite bitch of all of cinema. I like love she's just her. fantastic. Oh my god. Uh, oh no, anyway, don't I go just... out there. <laughs> what? I tried to warn her. Um, yeah. I just I knew I would forget if I didn't tell you now. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, yeah. No, that's that's fantastic. I love Sorority Row. Right? I, yeah. I, I, I quote it daily at some point, and probably in my head usually, but like it is quoted. <laughs> yeah, I think Paige inspired me. I was like, I need more bitchy slasherdom right now. So I was like, yes, yeah, already Rose is my only option. Yeah, it's a, good, a very good choice. <laughs> uh, and then we have the sexual tension scene, oh, which ugh, is after both kate and dorothy have been dismissed well dorothy slam dorothy just runs away um (laughs) the detective hits on page and is like what are we going to do about the sexual tension and she's like (laughs) remove your hand from my thigh (laughs) 
and he goes where do you want me to put it and she goes how about up your ass and i was like and then excuses herself <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just clap every time i love Paige so much uh she's just uh, he's so, so gross great. that fucking sleazy ass smile on his face and she like storms out and he's just like guess you'll get back with me later about that like ew so gross and checking out her mm. ass the entire time he's disgusting. yeah yep. and i love that he like thought there was sexual tension between them <laughs> like no yeah it's just Wish him it leering at her and her looking <laughs> like looking at him with her eyebrow raised like, i know <laughs> what are you staring at like <laughs> yes <sighs> i have boobs your point <laughs> <laughs> yep and then we cut back to kate's apartment where scary gary is trying on her lingerie <laughs> and poor gary is also one question is like kate is clearly gone for the day why is her iron still on is she trying to burn her apartment building down like i wouldn't blame her with neighbors like gary yeah good point like... and also the water never works so maybe she could... <laughs> she's just like <laughs> If it's gone, it's gone when I get back. Exactly. <laughs> like, get yo, that insurance it money on, and go. It'll evaporate. <laughs> yeah, also, I but... mean, it's been kind of established that Kate's not the sharpest <laughs> she's, crayon she's... in the box. So No. Because she leaves it on before when she's taking the shower. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, shit. And then like, she does it again. And I'm like, you've left your house this time. In all fairness, <laughs> her and her friends, like, they're getting murdered. So, you know... It's hard to But she doesn't know sometimes. that. Like they've had like two they've had like two cards and they their do friend know that, that they one of them has been murdered. Dead. And like Lily has go- is like off on a trip, like they're just being questioned. Like they she doesn't know that anything's really going on. She's just kind of dopey. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's just very much she is uh, and she's airy she's kind of an airhead (laughs) i will say i know this doesn't really necessarily apply to you sean but i love as a culture we have mostly moved on from ironing our clothes (laughs) uh that does not apply to me um i (laughs) but i work at a clothing store so i mean it it makes sense it's it's a suit store too so i mean like i work at a men's warehouse it's there's very much like suits involved so (laughs) irons are needed (laughs) Um, but then Gary is put down with the iron and he's hit in the face with it and then has his face burned and then is subsequently bludgeoned to death with the iron, which is swinging that thing like a, oh my God, what is that called? A mace? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. I brushed up on my medieval my medieval weaponry before this. Also, I this is one of those things that like I don't need there to be a ton of gore or anything, but just knowing like this was gonna be like more whatever, and just like that death would have been so gnarly, and you like don't even see it. There's not even blood splatter on the wall. Yeah, and now that you said it as a giallo, I'm like, oh, could you imagine this kill in a giallo film? Oh like it'd be fantastic. It he would have burned the entire face though. Like he would have just like kept pushing it against him (laughs) and like you know he's always wearing he's always wearing gloves yeah got the girl working with the detective all the classics yep (laughs) and so gary is dead by gary by gary (laughs) yeah 
We'll miss you, Gary. <laughs> Gary is going to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist it. <laughs> it was there, and I was like, I'm taking it. Um, but then we head to... Uh, we see Kate coming back, um, and Adam is arriving at her apartment at around the same time, and we see that him give her a lollipop with a little card on it, and she gives him a TLC IOU. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, it was IOU TLC on a dry cleaning note. <laughs> Before and... that, you skipped a giant plot point involving Dorothy and campbell which one um about his performance issues and the fact that he is legitimately trying to steal all no, the father's money that's next because we do the call and then they tell him make him up to him and then she gives him the ro- rolex yep trust me just watched it <laughs> i mean i did i did too but okay <laughs> Yeah, no, she, I, because it when, all runs together. This plot is yeah. so nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, so Kate. Well, I was Kate just making comes, sure you didn't skip that. <laughs> no, Kate comes back into her apartment and then she sees that the iron is like wrapped up very nicely, which she never leaves it like that. So she's questioning it. And then she hears someone in her bathroom and goes to like club them and sees it's Paige. And Paige is like, Detective Vaughn is a scumbag, essentially. Um, or and then Dorothy calls and is like, "Does Kate oh. just not lock her doors and not tell people, to, or do her friends have keys, or are she they just unlocks like, her doors, or so are she they, has tr- to. or are they trying to just set up like everyone as a potential killer? Like it doesn't work, but it or is that what they're trying to like do? They were, it feels like they're trying to set up red herrings, but I don't think any of them are actually red herrings, like." I, it it feels like they're trying to, but none of them actually like pan out to anything. Because you're never, I I I've never. But every time I watch it, I'll I try and like replay it in my head, and I'm like, mm, I never suspect Paige. Like I never, <laughs> like Gary's too weird to be the actual killer. Like you know, it's just a lot of little things. Like I, no, I don't. It feels like they're trying to set up red herrings without actually setting up red herrings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Adam is leaving the apartment, and that's supposed to be, like, the big red herring, you know? Or, like, it looks like he's, like, there. And, but, yeah, so we see Dorothy and Paige have a call, and we, Dorothy says that Campbell has been questioned for two hours, and Paige says, make it up to him. <laughs> uh... And then they get a call from the sh- from the detective saying that Jason Marquette, who was the guy from the beginning, was finally picked up. Who they've been looking for intermittently. Who also, sh- I forgot to mention, shows up at the uh, art gallery. The art opening. At the to opening look at of the them, art. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to stare at them and then <laughs> look menacing and run away. <laughs> yes. And they dodged a bullet with that conversation. <laughs> yeah, they did. I was... Jason doesn't get this art. Jason doesn't understand what this is trying to tell me right now. Yeah. Jason is turned on. I feel like <laughs> Jason would like go up to Paige and be like, "Jason likes your breasts." <laughs> and she looks Paige, behind Jason. him like, "Okay, where's Jason?" Yeah, <laughs> and who's Jason? <laughs> 
and then we see Dorothy go and apologize to Campbell, and she, he is well before she goes and finds him. He is tr- no, I'm sorry, I lied. I'm mixing it up in my own head. See, you're making me doubt myself, Clayton. <laughs> so she g- goes and gives Campbell a Rolex or Bulova. I couldn't tell which. Um, for Valentine's Day, and then they go for their afternoon delight that turns out to be just an afternoon. <laughs> it's fine. It happens sometimes. It does. <laughs> We're not shaming. But after after she says, I'm Again, is shower. this one of those things? Like, is he just, are they trying to act like she's unattractive? Yeah, I, I wonder. I... I've always wondered on because it. it's like obviously he's not like actually into her because he just wants some money, but like also, I don't think he's that good of a guy. That's like I can't have sex with my mark. Um, yeah, I think yeah, they're trying like, to imply that she is like that she is so too heavy to be attracted. Yeah, he like he Ugh. can't even can't even get an erection. Right. Ugh. Like yeah, and I mean she's she's gorgeous. Like it's right. it does not make sense. Mm-hmm. Ugh. No, I, I I always find that scene so weird. Uh, <laughs> and so he sh- scares her in the shower a bit and gives her a Cupid necklace, which is weirdly garish. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he says, Again, He's c- rich people have no taste. That was Ruthie's necklace. <laughs> right. True facts. And I just think it's so, it's ugly. It's an ugly necklace, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like costume jewelry, which I guess is. Well, I mean, it, this movie did have a cheap budget. <laughs> I just mean, like, ugh, I don't know. Um, but he, she's like, you want to come in the shower? And he's like, I'm going to get a workout in before I have my investment. That's what in. I was trying to ask you to do, dude. <laughs> yeah. You burn off my calories that way. But he goes downstairs and is trying to, and I'm not going to lie, I never figured this out until like a couple years ago, like when I was younger. Like, I don't, like for some reason, Dorothy's last name never stuck with me. So I was just like, oh, he's stealing someone's money. And then a couple years ago, I was like, oh, he's stealing their money. Sean. <laughs> I know. I was young when I first oh, saw it. Sure. And then once I lost it on VHS, I didn't you have this movie. You said a couple years ago. Yeah. You're... Well, that was the second time I'd seen it since I lost it off of VHS. We got rid of our VHS in like 2007. Like, so I hadn't seen it since then. When you were in high school? Yeah, pro- well, maybe. I don't know if I watched it. <laughs> we got rid of our VHS, but I don't know if I had watched it since then. <laughs> I was like, so you didn't pick up on that in high school? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I had the VHS. I watched it a couple times, but once I got DVDs, I stuck with DVDs. So, and yes, and this one had a very weird slip cover. Like the, you know, remember the old, like, cloth cover? Oh my God. And then it had the, the Valentine the DVD. Side? Yeah, it was one of the what are they called uh yeah it had one of those like snap over yeah like a snap i hate i hated those dvds they made every like they'd stick out from your shelf they didn't match the other ones they were Mm -hmm. so stupid and annoying yeah it feels like they were just being cheap but like (sighs) i had a friend borrow it and never gave it back so it was like i hadn't seen it in years when i finally watched it again so i watched it and i was like oh my god he's stealing their money Sean. So I hadn't seen <laughs> it in years, Clayton. Don't judge me. You always Rude. talk about how much of a precocious, brilliant child you were. And I will, I have my moments. 
And it's not like this. Okay, you were reading at one. a college level when you were five. You have sworn many a time. <laughs> I was four. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> but like, I don't get everything. And there are some things you don't get when you're a kid. I like, try to figure out movies on my way through. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going to just give you shit for that because you are so proud of yourself and you figure things out and like that is the most obvious thing. Well, it's not proud. It's just the fact that like (laughs) I've seen so many movies that generally I know the formula. So like now I can just kind of get them. And like, I'm sorry if I didn't get the character's father's name because they never mentioned Evan Wheeler. And they don't even call her Dorothy Wheeler. You get that at the beginning. So if I wasn't paying attention well enough to the credits of the yearbook. Like, I feel like it's pretty clear. Even without knowing the name. Yes. Anyway, but I took it as he was there. just, I just like, he's just stealing shot. someone's movie. Or stealing someone's money. You wouldn't and... steal a car. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure that did play before this DVD. Um <laughs> probably it was 2001 <laughs> <laughs> and so i mean campbell is asked to restart the pilot light in the creepy creepy basement and goes <laughs> also down. did you catch what she said we've lost the hot water in the main house <laughs> yes <laughs> and then asked filthy him to do filthy it. rich yes also, you would think they would have a better system than, like, one little pilot light. <laughs> Did they have tankless at that time? I feel like they would have tankless. <laughs> if not, I, they were first on the list. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know about tankless, like that. <laughs> tankless water heaters don't require a pilot heater. They're just tank. Do some retros, Clayton. <laughs> I do not care that much about heating and cooling well you should because guess what things get hot and things get cold and you don't want to be one of those at the time if it's hot i just i I turn i just turn the knob and if something happens you call somebody to fix it i'm not that person (laughs) i have my strengths and that is not one of them and i'm fine with that (laughs) (laughs) i'm at peace with that (laughs) yeah i i see (laughs) And yes, so Campbell goes downstairs to the creepy basement, which is flickering lights because, (laughs) of course, of course it is. (laughs) And he restarts the pilot light, says it that was worth at least a Porsche, and gets an axe in the back. I will say I do like this uh, framing of him like leaning down and like the match goes out and he like tries to light it and you see this axe like clearly behind him you know in the background and uh, then he like pulls his head back out and it's gone and you're like (gasps) (laughs) it's a really (gasps) (gasps) well i mean i didn't think he was going to die he's no it's just it's a nice little thing because like other ones like you don't know how they're gonna get killed like were you expecting uh lily to get like sean beaned over the balcony (laughs) um no so uh, yeah i mean like who has an axe in their basement like in a it looked like it was in a stump too like honestly why did they have this in their basement but anyway so you knew someone was gonna get axed yeah also there's the really good scene of when the lights are flickering and then you see the you see the cupid killer in the background 
mm-hmm. the cherub killer cuban i always forget which i don't think he's cuban i don't remember but and you just see him framed that one that's a good one that's a good shot too but yeah so now campbell's dead bye campbell <laughs> well we miss you we will we won't miss you at all <laughs> <laughs> and then we head to the valentine's party and it's a at very... exactly the halfway point of the movie pretty much <laughs> this is a 95 96 minute movie credits are like maybe three minutes and it's a just before an hour mark that they're at this party like (laughs) it is a huge chunk of the movie that they're just at this party that i have yet and i have seen this a lot of times and i have tried to figure out the purpose of this party and who's there and why they're throwing it but i have no idea except that it's just like we want to have this set at a party well it's just a valentine's party so she's having a valentine's party she doesn't seem like she knows anyone there well, we also see she's super depressed. So, like, we see Dorothy and, like, Campbell hasn't shown up. So she thinks she's been broken up with. Like, she's she's depressed. She does Even if she did know people, she doesn't want to talk to any of them. Like, she's already depressed. And plus, she doesn't seem to be very well liked as it is. So it seems like they're kind of, like, they're just there for the party. They're not really there for Dorothy. Guess like, only... how many people are at this party? Uh, I'd say 70. Yeah, it's massive. But they showed up for the house, basically. They were like, there's yeah. a house, a huge house with a bunch of alcohol. Let's go party. I don't care who's throwing it, I think mm-hmm. is the situation. I just yep. don't understand why she why she would have thrown this party in the first place. Because like, she's I mean, rich. I guess... <laughs> she's rich and she wants to be liked. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, that's literally Dorothy's character. This just, this makes more sense than anything else. <laughs> she should have been <laughs> a CW show. So yeah. Like, <laughs> like, all she, like, it's the all town's she wants... 30th anniversary. Let's have a party, a mask ball. <laughs> like, and she, did, she gets no respect from anyone, so mm-hmm. she's trying to, like, make everyone like her. Yeah, like, she's trying to buy you're... everybody's love, yeah a little desperate but you know that's Dorothy well in case you haven't known this that's kind of Dorothy yeah like she's I mean she's literally has her boyfriend moved in who she doesn't even know his name they've known each other for a month like yeah he's like not even giving her a good Valentine's Day that she's known a month like I'm sorry that is too good of a present like get him a box of chocolates like he deserves the chocolates that Lily mm-hmm. got. Mm-hmm. He does. That was the point. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have even eaten chocolates, though. He is so like, oh, my body. Oh, here's my theory. He's gay. That's why he couldn't get it out. I did and think why that he too. was so obsessed with going to the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot take, I know. That's, but... a, that's a take. That's what makes sense to me now. I think I think Campbell might be gay. <laughs> i buy it yeah, yeah i was gonna say i could i could see it but that makes him predatory gay which is also a problem <laughs> and it's very gays early be, too gays can be predatory that we're is not, true we are not all sunshine and roses that we is are true. allowed equal representation <laughs> <laughs> very true very true um but yes so we see kate show up and she's she's looking very nice in her blue her blue suit she is very <laughs> at home in that 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and she sees that Dorothy is depressed in the kitchen and eating an entire plate of wings. Which same girl? Same. Uh, <laughs> I don't like, even have to be depressed to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I was just like, same girl, go get it. I was watching um, it. And I was like, damn. I just want to like order like. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Not even like good wings. I was just like, man. I just want to order like DoorDash from Applebee's and get their boneless <laughs> wings. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wanted to do while i was watching dorothy eat this plate of wings <laughs> just i, I didn't yourself though. i didn't <laughs> we admire your restraint Thank you. um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we see denise richards in that sexy red dress that she is wearing on the cover <laughs> yes i love the cover of this movie it is a good cover with the the mask and you know the floating torsos <laughs> I love I love floating head mo- like floating head floating torso right. covers. I everyone talks ill of them, but like in the late nineties, early two thousands, they were done so perfect. Chef's kiss. I love those late nineties, early two thousands posters way more than the posters now. They're like, let's have everyone in the entire movie <laughs> on the poster in an uncohesive like vision. They're all just like cut and paste and put in there with no rhyme or reason everybody's looking in a different direction and you're like what is happening right now yeah yeah i was gonna say scream did it first and scream did it best that's all (laughs) i'm saying except for maybe i know you did last summer that's well that's scream did the floating heads wonderfully but scream also has done the egregious everyone on the cover as well Mm -hmm. oh yeah Mm. but keep it keep in mind that's also the newest one (laughs) Which is very much the new screen, <laughs> yeah, which I fu- I still... think it does describe this trilogy a little bit better, like at least in my opinion, a little bit. I don't know. I think like, they could have had a better color cover. Well, the cover does not that. make the movie, but I just really hate that style of poster making. Anyway, I know we're not giving you any Avengers posters anytime soon. <laughs> got it. No yeah. Marvel, no DC. We got it. Nope. <laughs> like i know what's on your wall if you do get me any of those posters if you absolutely must get like a custom made one message keith garrett he'll come up with something much more tasteful (laughs) i like how you think i love you enough to do that Uh, <laughs> no, you getting a coke, <laughs> like, Sean? If you sent me like a Marvel poster that I had to put up on my wall, like when there are so many movies and cool posters that I would rather have on my wall, and I would feel bro, obligated, I, to, I would I feel obligated to put it up. If you, if you sent it to me, and I'd just be like, God damn it, <laughs> bro! I got you your your microphone. I'm done getting you stuff for a minute. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Well, I want the posters I got for you back. <laughs> You still have them. <laughs> you haven't even given them to me yet. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes. I'm ripping them up right now. Rip, 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 rip. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We've turned into a radio drama. Um, <laughs> uh, but then we see that Paige had invited Brian of the speed dating in the beginning of the movie and he <laughs> is hitting on Paige and says he has a surprise for her upstairs and he takes her upstairs 
and he brought her up there so he could take off his pants and she <laughs> says one of my favorite lines in this movie which is you brought me up here to show me your penis that's so sweet <laughs> and then just smiles and just looks at it just like looks down looks at him like thanks hey. <laughs> <laughs> Love seeing, a, waxes. L- love seeing a flaccid dick just <laughs> shown at me at a party. If it Great. was even flaccid. <laughs> like, oh. Which makes it I, even I feel, worse. I feel, like it, I feel like it was. I don't know. I don't if know. It was I, felt, I really felt like he had, a, he had a heart on. Like he, I feel like he was that kind of guy. Like, mm. look at what you do to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's like, wax it. <laughs> and she And that's does. why she was just like. <laughs> In the best way possible. Although some guys would get off on this, too. True. Yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so she ties him to the bed with silk. Oh, okay, also. This is Dorothy's house. So how many times has she had sex in this bedroom to know where these silk scarves are? <laughs> like, she's just because like, I know. Because the prop department told her. Because, <laughs> like, well, I'm just thinking in character. Like, I would, would you just expect there to be, like, silk scarves in every room? Like, you're just like, oh, we got to go to this well, bedroom over here. I would assume <laughs> she has met Dorothy's dad and stepmom and they probably do have scarves and like handcuffs in every single bedroom because she is a horny 20 year old <laughs> yeah um and so she you ties know, classic bro- mail order bride from hell <laughs> <laughs> so she ties him to the bed and she go. she whispers you still want me to wax it and he goes yes and so she takes a, one of the candles and dumps hot wax all over his junk <laughs> and i'm I so sad we didn't get so much. a shot of this that would have been <laughs> a hysterical effect <laughs> in the early 2000s you know that wasn't gonna happen <laughs> when did boogie nights come out 1997 yeah but like that was supposed to be high art remember <laughs> Yeah, if you could do it in high art, you should be able to do it in sleazy slasher movie. <laughs> well, after, I mean, this movie is like, a lot of it is so like cut that it just, I don't know. It does not seem like something that would have happened in a movie like this. They had to cut violence after Columbine, not sex. <laughs> yeah, but they had to cut sex just because of our, you know, we're, this we're is America. America. Right. <laughs> like, so i mean like it's not oh really my god surprising. that fucking discourse that has come up again over like oh there's too much sex in movies i wish they'd just like we haven't consented to seeing what's on screen and it's like bitch read the rating <laughs> seriously sex like is- it's like every rating is like mild sexual content for two seconds they will warn you about that yeah and a lot of the time, it's like, what was the mild sexual right. content? I'm yeah. confused. Yeah, I blinked and I missed it. What was it? Yeah. They blinked. That's what it was. <laughs> like, yeah. Was it like, you know, Hayes Code? Like, they passionately hugged? <laughs> Somebody and showed an inch of ankle. Movies are so sexless. <laughs> and, like, what I don't get about that discourse is, like, movies are really sexless now. Like, I mean... Mm-hmm. We don't get trashy erotic thrillers like in the 90s, and it's super sad. 
Well, we did, but it was bad. <laughs> what? What did we get? That Anna the Armas Ben Affleck. No, that does not one. count. <laughs> Again, no sex. <laughs> yeah, but I know, but they were trying to. It is so know? sad. Like, you know how excited I was for that, like, his first movie since Unfaithful, which I fucking love. So hot. And... <laughs> it like, was just Clayton, so boring. Clayton feels strongly about this, in case you can't tell Jessica. Yes. Um... <laughs> He does. Jessica, love you like erotic thrillers, don't you? I like, do. I love them. Were you disappointed by Deep Water after Unfaithful? I was disappointed. I haven't even seen it because I heard such bad things about it, <laughs> so I can't See, say you for made sure. The better but... choice. Yeah. I had hope. I was like, Adrian Lynn wouldn't give us a bad erotic thriller. It's Ana de Armas. She's super hot. Ben Affleck. He's done Full Frontal. Like, it's got Jacob Elordi. Like, he's on a Victoria. Like, this will be great. Instead, we just got a boring movie with a bunch of shot of snails. The snails had, like, more of a sex life in that movie than anybody what? else. Oh, my God. Uh, wow, I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by the snails right? a little bit now. It is. You know, it sounds intriguing, but it isn't. It's not? Like, it's, no, <laughs> okay. it's not. It's not Good. at all. <laughs> Watch out on a plane. It'll make the plane longer kind of thing. <laughs> got it. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, but... We, after the wax it scene, we see that Ruthie has snuck her way into the party. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was after that, I believe, right? Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Denise Richards yeah. comes down and reconvenes with Kate and is just like, Ugh, man. <laughs> yeah, which is the basically the thesis of this movie. Yeah. Um, and sh- they tell off Ruthie and tell her to get out. And this is when he sa- she goes, he loves your trust fund. Trust See, I wrote it down at the right spot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I love that they like take her out. She's just like, watch that jacket. And Dorothy like is bravely trying to smile on the stairs for her guest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that jacket was Armani. So I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> can't blame her. <laughs> and uh, Campbell did steal all of her money. So she probably can't like get any more. Yeah, it's right. probably the only one she owes. Like, she literally, she's trying to snag his watch. I'm pretty sure she's in the same it, so. exact outfit, isn't she, basically? <laughs> like, she's in the red sweater. Like, she was wearing that one before. Like, I, she's probably just like, this is all I own. <laughs> one Armani suit and a sweater. <laughs> and then we see Paige take a bottle of champagne and say she's going to go cool off. By getting hot i guess um <laughs> and we see ruthie go and have the best chase scene in the film have the best chase scene in the film really she and arguably goes... the best kill i think it's the best kill yeah it's, i'd say so too i would agree well no i would actually i think i'll give mine to Paige. Paige has the best kill for me yeah Paige is my favorite uh, yeah um, but Ruthie goes upstairs, she sneaks back in, and is rummaging through Campbell's stuff, and finds the Rolex that Dorothy had gotten for him, and decides, that'll do nicely. I love that she and holds it up to her ear and, like, shakes it, like, you can't tell it's working, like, it's brand new. <laughs> no, it's, she's trying to make sure that it's real, <laughs> is what I thought she was doing, like, making sure it was, A, it was sticking, and B, it was real, like, 
Does shaking it tell you that? Like, oh, it's a Rolex. It doesn't have. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a Rolex. <laughs> you can hear. Like, you can hear the R clinking around inside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what rich people do with Rolexes. There could be a diamond in there. They're. I've like, never had a shake, Rolex. Shake, shake, I'm shake. poor. Yeah, I was like, I get like the the only watches I have are I have a Fitbit, and then I have two watches that I bought from work for five bucks. All right, I don't know, <laughs> and. After that, she tries to sneak her way out and ends up downstairs in the game room and sees the killer dragging the dead body of the maid. Uh, the bitchy maid. Yeah. <laughs> and Who had questioned Dorothy's authority earlier. And she's just like, I'm just going to go back upstairs. Go. <laughs> Maybe Dorothy did kill her yeah. and just found, yeah, just... found her and was moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was... I she ends up running away and after he pulls out his <laughs> knife she hits him with a pool cue or hits the killer with a pool pool cue and runs away and since she doesn't know this house she ends up in a sauna and then fits underneath those seats to hide behind the Is that what she's in? I've always like tried to figure out like where yeah, she's at and it, like I'm I thought it was a sauna but I'm like why are there anyway that's Whatever. a sauna. Also, I would not fit under there, so I'd be dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, so she hides under there and sees the body of Campbell. And admirably... how did he get him under there? <laughs> Shoved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like him, like wearing his Cupid mask and crawling in there, <laughs> dragging, dragging Campbell, like awkwardly yeah, crawling just, back. Out. I feel like he just pushed him because, like, he's in a corner, so he's just like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you just, yeah. Alley oop. <laughs> you know, like, you go in there and she admirably doesn't scream. And we, she crawls back out. And because she hears a door open and close. And so she's just like, oh, this is my chance. So she goes out and tries to go quietly in her heels. <laughs> yes. Which does not work very well. And. The next thing you know, the killer is in front of her and he throws her through a glass wall of a shower. She gets very bloody and then he pushes her head onto exposed glass. I love that kill. I hate it doesn't give us like a flash shot after like he's jammed her head. It's also, yeah. I think, the bloodiest girl, because when they find her later, like, there's a ton of blood. The yeah, only the scene only... in the movie that has, like, blood at all. <laughs> well, it, there's also blood under Campbell. Like, there's, it's not nearly as much, but there is blood under Campbell. So, she does, have, there is a little bit more blood there. But, like, yeah, she is the bloodiest kill of the movie. Which I always find weird, because, like, I feel like this was such a kill to She's get, like, such a tertiary a character. character. <laughs> yeah, like, it's almost like... It's almost like she gets like one of the worst kills of the movie and she's so non like unimportant to the plot. Like her death is worse than like Campbell's in my opinion because Campbell didn't see it coming but like he dies pretty much instantly. Like he may not have seen it coming but he had it coming. (laughs) Yeah. But like she gets like thrown into the glass and is like fighting for her life and I'm just like man this is a really brutal kill for like (laughs) like you said a tertiary character. I think they did the best job with setting up 
um, Dorothy as the red herring just because like killing the maid, killing Ruthie, like going after all these people who have been mean to her. I love that. Like it never made any sense that it was Dorothy, but you almost no. bought it for a yeah. half a second just because <laughs> yep. it's like, fuck if you this like, bitch. don't think <laughs> about it at yeah. all. <laughs> And she's no, the only absolutely. one that, like, because she is, like, slightly bigger than the other ones, like, you would never believe that, for instance, Marley Shelton was in that outfit. Right. <laughs> um, well, not necessarily. Have you ever see Cry Wolf? Like. Yes, I have seen Cry Wolf. <laughs> I, it's, it's not the greatest movie ever, but, like, the scene where, oh, where Julian Morris is being attacked in the uh parking oh lot. yeah and it's and it's mercedes yeah so like it's actually like this not it, that i've like seen cry woman. wolf enough to know the different characters <laughs> <laughs> yes. but like she's this she's this woman and they were like very afraid that like like she she ends up being unmasked in it in that scene but like she's going after him and she looks full-on like you know jason Voorhees going after him like it's it's a full-on scene and she you know, like they unmask her. And I feel her, like the way it shot. It. I feel like the way it's shot, though, it doesn't. You can't tell the way the killer in this is shot. Like it looks like someone that's like six foot tall. <laughs> yeah, but Ruthie was also tiny. So I mean, like she was already like under both Dorothy and Campbell. So I mean, you could conceivably say pretty much any of them could have done it to her. <laughs> uh, but. But bye, Ruthie. Um, <laughs> and we have Adam falling off the wagon, which is I always like, not to spoil it, but like, is that like a celebratory drink? Is he just like, <laughs> is he just like, beep, beep, beep. I mean, it is <laughs> like, like, he, yeah, exactly. Is he just like he did it? He's just like, OK, another two down. <laughs> you know, I mean, if he's yeah. murdering these people 13 years later, like he has harbored this. He probably just, like he deserves that drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And then we see uh, we see Kate get very angry and storm off from him. And then we go back to Paige, who is by herself at the hot tub. And I this hot tub scene is the my favorite kill of the movie. Yes. Um. It's she, very good. She, it's just so good. Like. She hears the door open, and then suddenly there's a rose by her champagne, and she's like, someone want to be my valentine? I just and love like, this, like, set decoration in this scene, this hot tub, and it's, like, also, like, kind of got a greenhouse thing off to the side, so it's very atmospheric. Like, I would love to go sit in that hot tub with all those plants all around. Mm-hmm. It'd be so relaxing. Right? I'd put them on more walls, so that way there's, like, all the way through um but yeah so she's looking around she thinks it might be brian who <laughs> hopefully got untied at this point <laughs> or hopefully not Caribbean. honestly yeah. like everybody's dead though everyone leaves he's just laying up there in the dark he's like why did it get so dark <laughs> <laughs> with uh, candle wax stuck in his pubes yep and so after that she's thrown by the killer into the hot tub which fun fact or not so fun fact uh her uh denise richards stunt double actually got cut because she hit the jets in that um and yeah i mean that toss into the like that looks painful yeah it was it was a rough throw um but then the killer closes the lid and 
then Paige has like what probably about six inches of space to breathe. No, in. no, not even. Like, I don't know. It was a little bit. She could stick her head out, but it's like very little. She um, could stick like her face out. So that was three inches max, I think. Right. Um, but she ends up, and the killer pulls out a power drill and starts po- drilling into the. Also, why was there a power drill in there? <laughs> He brought it with him. Did they need it for the plants? (laughs) I I just felt like he brought it with him. A power drill in one hand and a rose in another. Like how did he open? (laughs) He couldn't hold the rose. He couldn't hold the rose in his teeth. So like he had to have had both hands. Like how did he open the door? (laughs) Well, I mean he he was he was holding both. He he used it to open the door and then where did he he get the power drill? Where was he keeping it? (laughs) He he planned this all out. He had it in the. He was like. Well, and she says, uh, and one thing I always thought of is like, uh, Dorothy's like, oh, uh, she always ends up in the hot tub at these parties. And so like, I kind of had a feel like it feels like he. But Dorothy knew that Kate didn't know that. So if Kate didn't know that, why would he know that? But if they all know each other, they've known each other for years. Like, I feel like that's something Adam, like clearly Kate has been with Adam for a while. Like they're long enough to have history like so i feel like he's been to a party with them before so he knows that Paige always ends up at the hot tub so like maybe he already had the drill in there because he already has been in the house again why did kate not know that though what do you mean why did kate not know that because she's kate <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know true. anything no, she's, <laughs> like, where's one, okay? she's like where's Paige?" and dorothy's like probably in the hot tub she always ends up there and kate was like oh so I'm like, if Kate didn't know that, why would Adam? And they did stay earlier. Her and Adam have only been dating a few months. Well, it goes back to the four writers of this script. Like, they had to have a mention of the hot tub at this point. So that was, that's the reason for it. Right. <laughs> Do you think the four screenwriters, like, they all just, like, took a section and wrote it and, like, did not consult each other? And then they just... Or they were rewrites. And then just cobbled it together and we're like well there's a killer (laughs) it's exactly who you think it'll be (laughs) the entire time you were right the entire time (laughs) yeah guess what you will have no question we'll set up a little bit at the end here but trust me you'll get it (laughs) uh but yeah so poor Paige has been tortured with the drill and ends up taking the drill to the shoulder and gets cut and then after that the killer opens it and throws the drill into the hot tub electrocuting page and she's been boiled alive Mm -hmm. also can we just mention for a second whoever played young denise richards phenomenal yes (laughs) she did look just like her like i thought it was like her sister or something jesus (laughs) <laughs> how many people did they have to see right. how many people grow up to be not denise or denise richards uh, at least all one of us. all of us except <laughs> denise richards yeah. there is only one <laughs> yes um but after that uh dorothy and kate are trying to figure out who the killer is because jason marquette has been let go at this point too and he's still considered an option in this movie. 
<laughs> for no one for everyone except the audience <laughs> <laughs> yeah like literally no one is like okay uh-huh and we end up like so kate says he's no angel which is our little bit of meta for this movie <laughs> um because dorothy is questioning kate on saying that jeremy melton could be adam carr and am i the only what... one that gets really annoyed in this scene uh at who dorothy because she's like oh it could be adam and every like all this stuff and then as soon as kate's like well by that logic it could be campbell and dorothy's like <sighs> practically nostrils flaring <laughs> you <laughs> like you take that back needy lesnicky energy <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because she doesn't... Well, Dorothy spends the whole time, like, being questioned and never respected, and so she just feels like everyone is always out to get her, or, like, nobody wants to see her succeed. Like, it's still... She still feels like, well, you you want, you want to do the monologue, Clayton. Here's I, the time for it. I really do. <laughs> Shell's Kate, you've always been the popular one, and Shelly was the smart one, and Lily was the one and Paige was a sexy one and I was the big fat one which I will admit I have quoted a lot in my life um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's exactly who Dorothy is like Dorothy has always been and even in her own mind even now like she's the fat friend like she doesn't she in her mind feels like nobody thinks she deserves someone like Campbell so for her to have someone like Campbell she's like Oh, so you're just saying this because there's no way that someone would want to be with me. (laughs) Swindler who can't get it up. So lucky. (laughs) Lucky girl. Uh, Jessica. (laughs) So this is in her little mini monologue, the descriptions of all the girls. Do you think this was like how they were cast? Like popular one, (laughs) smart one, fun one, sexy Sexy one, one. that one. pretty much like they were like central casting like okay who's sexy denise richards got it you know and they just went down the list (laughs) marley shelton she was a popular girl in a couple movies yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) well she's the sweet one so like she's very much like you know it's usually the sweet girls in school who are the most popular at least in my school (laughs) have you seen mean girls shot (laughs) at my school it was it was very much like they were popular they were pretty like yeah they could be a little mean but for the most part they had like they were nice about things like and those were usually everyone's favorite like were they the number one popular no but they were part of the popular kids it's very much like it's kind of like uh in jawbreaker where like you know, uh, <laughs> again, not exactly a paradigm of niceness. <laughs> no, I'm not saying, but like Liz yeah. is Liz Purr is like the beloved of the school mm-hmm. because every she's nice to everyone. Yeah, she's popular and she hangs out with the bitchy girls and all this stuff. But like, she's good and like people recognize right. the she's goodness. the Veronica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so like that's where that's where I get out of that is like she's like she's the kind one she's you know like even when she says you know to jeremy she's like maybe later like it's it's a nice little like it's not a a complete letdown like it gives him a little hope but it doesn't hurt him you know what i mean and that's why he saves her life fixates on her yeah yeah exactly 13 years later (laughs) (laughs) like 
and that's that's why well that's why he at you know adam gets with kate is because kate was the only one that didn't you know try didn't actively try to hurt him like she was trying to be nice and he goes to win her <laughs> because he loves her <laughs> and but yeah like that <laughs> yeah so dorothy and and kate have had their little their tiff and uh sorry i just forgot her name ha huh? kate kate goes <laughs> to go call the detective to figure out where he went she's so boring um <laughs> uh, she goes to go find where the detective is because he should like i don't know be there by now and she calls his cell phone and she hears his cell phone ringing, but it's super close. So she looks around, finds it by a koi pond and <laughs> sees the TLC or IOU TLC note in the water, pulls it Flo- out. Floating, and- just like purple. There's never been any <laughs> yeah, evidence just- of any of these murders, but... <laughs> Yeah, other than the drops of blood everywhere, but like, uh, and like uh, ends up DNA. pulling it out of the water and gets this very ridiculous looking severed head. Oh, it's bad. It's, it's so bad. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I just love it so. And she, I will give, I will give Marley Shelton. She has a great horror movie scream and runs back in the house looking for Dorothy and finds Adam, who has fully gone into. I'm a villain mode (laughs) (laughs) and keep saying all these nice little double meaning like words and phrases. And it's like, you know, I've always loved you. I've always loved you, Kate. Like if this sounds overly convoluted, it is, (laughs) it is. (laughs) But now that if you think about it as a giallo, it makes so much more sense. Um, (laughs) This is like an Italian film, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just makes sense in giallo terms. Um, And so he is dancing with her. He's drunk. She knees him in the groin and she runs upstairs to find Dorothy. That's David Boreanaz. (laughs) She runs upstairs to find Dorothy. um, Can't find Dorothy. Runs downstairs to find Paige and sees that Paige is also dead. And then she also finds the body of Ruthie, who she's is fulfilling the scene blood. where she runs around and finds all the dead bodies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and finally goes. To, we see her, and Adam c- catches up to her, and he's like, "Why do you want to hurt me, Kate? I would never hurt you, Kate." <laughs> and uh, she ends up crashing a. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, went completely off the track for a second. She, uh, she smashes a champagne bottle into his head and goes to find the gun and pulls out a gun and loads it by just putting the clip in. <laughs> <laughs> so good for her. <laughs> That's not how guns work. You know, again, post-Columbine, it was probably good that they didn't show accurate gun representation. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, but now she's searching around and ends up finding the killer who leaps at her and they fall down the stairs and Kate wakes up from her little, you know, from her, from her fall and sees the killer next to her. And as the killer sits straight up, 
Adam comes down the stairs and shoots the killer like seven times in the chest. Yes. And she's very apologetic because she's like, oh my god, I thought you were the killer. (laughs) (laughs) Super easy to move past the relationship. Oh my god, remember that time I thought you were trying to kill me and my friend? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh my god, I thought you were a murderer. I'm so sorry. Bad on me. Uh, But she, they, he goes and he lifts up the masks and it shows that the person under the mask is bum bum bum. Dorothy. It was Dorothy all along. <laughs> yeah. And there, Dorothy is very much dead. <laughs> Goodbye, Dorothy. And you know this that, because there's a tiny little blood trickle out of Yeah, there's a, and her eyes are open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, movie talk, she's dead. Uh, but then Kate or adam calls the police and kate's like i'm so sorry and she's like why did dorothy do it and she's just like he's like oh if you hold on to hay for so long you you know it can consume you and as they sit there cuddling a drop of blood falls on kate's face and it shows like an obnoxious amount of blood and she just like (laughs) (laughs) like you can tell she felt it because she like almost kind of like blinks a little bit if you felt that on your face like wouldn't you open your eyes or like reach up or like something not that it would have told her he was the killer because she never saw like him killing someone and you know having a bloody nose Um, right but that was just a special thing for the audience (laughs) yeah that was for us to know that adam is actually jeremy melton and of course the killer and also he what has a glow up <laughs> yeah yeah they said plastic surgery uh they said think... he could have gotten plastic surgery i could not never believe that jeremy melton as a young person grew up to be david boreanaz like they don't even have the same facial structure <laughs> like, i just don't know where he would have gotten the money to get plastic surgery it sounded like his, well money. so one of the things in well is, they did kill the parents and yes maybe he, like, the inherited... parents died he inherited the money which also kind of doesn't make sense either because if she says she knows that his parents are like a doctor and a teacher or something like that so i wonder if she's <laughs> met them or if he just talks about them oh she totally hasn't met them you don't think so <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> um but he's fulfilled the last one and dorothy has had her reputation destroyed and she's now the killer and <laughs> this then- would so hold up in a court of law police are totally gonna buy <laughs> all of this <laughs> i mean uh, that she kate has proof she's an eyewitness she was attacked so i mean they're gonna go off what kate says and it's tied in a nice little bow <laughs> and <laughs> everyone who died had some ill with dorothy and that is the movie tied <laughs> yes. up in a weird little weird not little even, not. not even tidy bow it makes no sense <laughs> i do wish that we like i i do think this movie should have had a little bit of a higher body count um but like all, in the original scripts both dorothy's dad and stepmom are killed as well um which i think if they did that, I think it would have been even more to lean towards Red Herring of Dorothy. I, I would have liked that a little bit more. But you never see them again after the scene with the stepmom. 
<laughs> wishes are horses. <laughs> what? <laughs> if wishes were horses. I've never heard this. Explain it. <laughs> if wishes were horses, you'd have a farm or something. I don't know. <laughs> have you heard this? I've... Colloquialism, Jessica? I, I it sounds not. familiar, but I don't think it's I don't think it ends with you'd have a farm. <laughs> yeah, I know, I made up that one. <laughs> But it sounds yeah, so I've familiar. Heard if to wishes me. were horses. Yeah. Like I just, it, I needed an ender. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'd have a ranch, okay? What do you want from me, Clayton? I didn't make it. <laughs> a colloquialism <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> well, I wish that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> On the SAT test, wishes are to horses. As <laughs> I, I looked it up. If wishes were horses, beggars would ride. Ooh, okay. So okay, I see that. Yeah, see, that's much better than you'd have a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It actually makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I love this movie. It's just so much fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like you get to the uh, end, and, and you're like, "There's no way it ends like that," and you want to start it all over again because you're like, "There's just absolutely no way this movie ends this way." <laughs> right <laughs> and you watch it again and it's still just ending. as silly and it's yes. fun and just... yeah like it, it, it it's just such a quick ending that's one of my one of the things that i like i don't love about it as i wish there was a little bit more of like a chase or there was a little bit more of like you know something going on other than just kate just like stumbling around this house <laughs> like <laughs> i wish there was a little bit more to it but you know we'd have a ranch <laughs> um yeah do uh, is there anything else we kind of wanted to talk about i mean i feel like we've kind of gone through it like like i said Paige is my favorite character i think she's fascinating yeah but other than other than that i anything else you guys can think of jessica what are all what are all your thoughts about this no just it's such a weird combination because i agree with you that like the way they handle Paige feels very feminist like she's you know very proudly in control of her sexuality she doesn't let people shame her and she's not apologetic about it but so much of the rest of it is so problematic like it's such a weird combination (laughs) of men suck and women suck and here's this really hot incel and like there's so much wrong with it (laughs) but it all works for me when you bring it together because it's such a weird little time capsule of a movie Mm -hmm. um but i'm just the fact that it all it's all set in motion by this woman kind of taking advantage of the patriarchal you know oh he attacked me oh please protect my womanhood and then the whole rest of the movie is just like how much how men are terrible and how if we buy the idea that campbell's gay like gay and straight men are terrible (laughs) um i'm just Just men in general just men in general yeah men in general are the worst and they just try to take advantage of women all the time but the women the woman is kind of the secret villain behind like setting everything in motion it's so convoluted and And so the women are just bitchy backstabbers also they're the heroes and it's just it's, a very mixed message. It's a yeah, it's a lot. You can tell there were four people working off of a, <laughs> working yeah. loosely off of a novel to write this because there's there are a lot of competing messages, but I find it so fascinating. 
oh and none of this is in the novel like there's <laughs> legitimately like if and it's been i read the novel probably back in like 2004 but like from what i remember it was it's like a stalking story like it's a singular woman who is getting like threatening valentines and like being stalked by a dude essentially and it is kind of a mystery because she's trying to figure out who's doing it but like doesn't There's, it switch through like points of view of people like i think so i think it goes to like the killer's point of view or something like that i like i said it's been it, it's now 2023 if i read this back in like two, 2005 that's 18 years ago <laughs> like i was like i i remember oh, a lot of things that i you don't get remember. mad at me for bringing up things and i'm like hey, i graduated high school in 2006 thank you <laughs> that was not that long ago oh my gosh that was <laughs> <laughs> well apparently it was <laughs> mm. you have a uni- uh, you have an anniversary coming soon um <laughs> <laughs> sorry you hurt me earlier in the band throw me a little bit at you you're giving me shit it's my turn um but yeah i i love this movie it's so bad but so good at the same time it is. <laughs> so what would you give this how about you, Clayton? You, you <laughs> let's let Jessica go first. She's given okay. us her final, her final thoughts on this. What would you rate this, uh, Jessica? Oh my god! Like, I would. How would you rate? Like, how do you rate this? I mean, it's like, like, do I rate it like by love, quality or like, yeah, like quality or like personal affection? Yeah, <laughs> like I give Paige five out of five stars. Um, I give Valentine. I'm going to give it three out of five stars because <laughs> I love it. It's not great, but I love it. But yeah, Paige is a five star experience. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you, I would have to agree. Like, I just, I really, really enjoy this. It is a very much like a solid, like if I do ever give this a three, I, I can't even remember what I rated this on Letterboxd. It was either a three or three and a half. <laughs> I'm like, even that I feel like is even pushing it a little bit. <laughs> Because, like, I am aware it's not good. But I just really like the cast a lot. And it's just, it's something you can just turn on. You don't have to think about, like, it actually hurts the experience if you think <laughs> about it at all. And, I don't know. I just like the late 90s, early 2000s era of films in general. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I will be very generous. I'll say a three and a half because I do think that is what I rated it on Letterboxd. But I was just I was feeling very kind, um, more <laughs> accurate. I think more accurately, I think it, uh, a three is more than fair for this. Right. But. <laughs> I w- I'm also a three and a half. I'm a three point five on it um i like you said i just love the character of Paige so much and i wish like i could watch an entire tv show dedicated to her or just anything like i just i think she's such a cool character like you know she is by far the best part of this movie for me um but i enjoy it it's there's nostalgia goggles on and i recognize that (laughs) but like i just i enjoy this film i think it's a fun little slasher um and for me, it's a 3.5. Very respectable. Uh, yeah. Yep. And so the budget was $10 million, but apparently most sources quoted as $29 million. I saw in... Now, don't quote me, but this was IMDb trivia, so... But a lot of... the One of them said it was $10 million, which does sound a little bit more 
on par with like the production values of the movie um so i but it could be anywhere from 10 million to 29 million and it made 37 million at the box office which if it was 10 exactly million, like the bad. world on fire <laughs> yeah. yeah i was gonna say it made, it made some money <laughs> I I am uh, leaning more toward the ten million uh dollar budget if I had to guess. I do not see this being a twenty nine million dollar film. I don't I don't see it anywhere. I don't think any of the cast was that expensive. Like the uh, only one that would be even close was Denise Richards. Um and she'd probably be what, a two, three million dollar mark? Maybe, like I don't know. Women, even in Hollywood, like, they get paid so much less than the men, and, like, I I don't know. I mean, she had a few hits. I don't I don't know what she would have gotten paid. Much less than she should have been, because she's yes. fantastic in this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like... agree. Denise Richards should make so much money. Ugh. Maybe I'll watch Wild Things later. <laughs> <laughs> Just get these iconic Denise Richards roles out of the way. No, I have to... I have work I have to do. I can't watch. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you guys want to guess what this score is on Letterboxd? Sure. <laughs> um, I'm. This is a pretty maligned film, I feel. <laughs> so, I'm giving it a 2.5. Not unfairly. <laughs> Not unfairly. <laughs> I rate it higher. I'm giving it a 2.5. That's, I, I was gonna guess a 2.4 i'm not trying to like the price is right you but no you're good <laughs> We're, neither of us win any money off this right? <laughs> it is a 2.6 oh. <laughs> really that's higher than i thought it would be mm-hmm. like I, I think it would... is fair <laughs> oh absolutely fair i I think that's a little bit of a resurgence because I believe on Rotten Tomatoes it only has eleven percent. <laughs> so like a two point six out of five, like that's a fifty percent. That's better than not bad. It's also not great. 50... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes and then a a two point six out of five, like those are those numbers don't add up. Eleven yeah. percent would be like a one point five, one point two. Rotten Tomatoes critics, what do they know? Am I right, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> those hacks can't trust them. Yeah, there's one or two I trust. <laughs> Speaking of hacks, <laughs> Jessica, is there anything you want to plug or give us your socials? Oh my god! Oh my god! After that intro, how can yeah. I resist? <laughs> it was wide open. I, I know. Like, I, know. I, just, I had to. <laughs> Jessica, Clayton does not reflect the views of this podcast. Um, he is Jessica. Jessica knows an independent how much I love her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's with that. With that, who needs enemies? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can find me on Twitter at We Who Walk Here. Um, I write for, I write and edit for FilmCred. I write for Slash Film and Dread Central, but I share everything on Twitter at We Who Walk Here. So, come say hi to me. Come talk to me about how much you also love Paige on twitter at we who walk here <laughs> yes uh do you have anything cool you're working on um i'm finishing up uh some sundance reviews and i've got a couple of cool things coming out at dread central soon 
Um, and I'm working on something really fun at Slash Film on neo noir films, which I'm excited about. So. I also just have to ask, anything cool coming up at Pod and Pendulum? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, the... Since I know you're freak, have you been like officially promoted to a co-host of that yet? <laughs> I, feel like I feel like you should be. <laughs> well, there's like a rotating crew um, because the official co-hosts are on hiatus at the moment, so um, mm. it's like a rotating crew. But we are the show is finishing up um, the Phantasm movies, and then we're gonna do the Purge, which I'm really excited about. So, ooh, fun. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I'll write Mike a strongly worded letter on your behalf. Yes, please. From, Everybody send in recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> Start a letter writing campaign. We'll get a petition going. Uh, as far as us, uh, I have a few. <laughs> I have a few things coming out. Um, I just had a episode on review it yourself with different Sean. Uh, talking about Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Very, very civil discussion. Um, it is already out. Uh, February 6th, I believe. I will have an episode out on When Harry Met Sally on the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network. And February 7th, I'll have an episode out on Warm Bodies on the Smash Trivia Podcast. So, busy, busy times. Lots of lovely films. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you want to hear me fake an orgasm, that's the podcast you need to find. <laughs> Drafty Quarters Podcast Network, February 6th. <laughs> oh, recording tomorrow. Uh, that's what I have to watch tonight, so I can't watch, you know, wild things. No wild sadly. things for you. I know, no wild things. But when Harry met Sally, so, you know, it's, it's good time still. Uh, if you want to find us on the socials, we are together on Twitter at Triple M Pod with three M's. Also, what our Instagram is. Um, if you want to find just me on Twitter, I am at Just Happy to See You. Same on Letterbox, number two, letter C, letter U. And Sean, you are on Twitter and Letterbox at. Uh, I'm at Murph the Smurf, M U R P H T H E S M U R P H. And we also have a Facebook page just under Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. And if you want to email us, that is Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies pod at gmail.com. So, Clayton, uh, we've uh, kind of talked a little bit about uh, about Nora Ephron, but uh, I, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about her. What are we What are we watching for next week? Oh, man, Nora Ephron. We're talking about one of the most romantic movies of all time and just a stone cold classic that make Ryan a fucking superstar sleepless in Seattle. Yes. Love that movie. I think it is my favorite rom-com. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. I'm excited. Except for maybe Bridget Jones. Those two. No. Those are the two. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't compare stuff to Bridget Jones. Like no. it's just not fair to other movies and stories or <laughs> characters. It's just, it's not um but yeah please don't forget to give us a five star rate maybe even a review if you have time it helps like a lot a lot a lot a lot and uh don't forget to be kind to people out there it's tough times and jessica thank you so much for coming back have a lovely time talking to you every yes. single yes. time i get a chance to thank you so we much love having you oh. and we are getting next year ready so we'll start to 
I'll send you the list. Yay, thank you. Good. <laughs> yes, if you, and if, if you have anything you just like want to talk about, you don't get a chance to, just send me a DM. Awesome, you know, I will. You know where to find yeah, me. Yes. <laughs> we take requests as well. <laughs> You're like, I want to talk about this, and I'll put it on there. Awesome. Um, But yeah, until next time, I guess, we can all say see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.